Delve into the dark realms of true crime and cult history with Cult Collectibles. As one of the largest true crime history sites, we have an unmatched selection of authentic artifacts from the infamous cases of Dahmer, Ramirez, Bundy, and more. Discover a trove of rare documents, artwork, and artifacts from notorious cults like the People's Temple, the Branch Davidians, Heaven's Gate, and Om Shinrikyo. Our work extends further than just the shop, though. On top of new weekly inventory, Cult Collectibles collaborates with museums, documentarians, and publishers to bring never-before-seen elements of some of the world's most notorious crimes to the public for the first time. Are you prepared to own a piece of the past? Cult Collectibles, where true crime meets tangible history. Uncover the stories, possess the artifacts, and become a collector of the extraordinary. Visit cultcollectibles.org and follow at True Cult Collectibles on Instagram for exclusive updates and glimpses into the eerie artifacts that await. This is David Dawson, director of Flesh Games, and you're listening to Sick on Soup. Yeah, good. Are you good? <laughs> got smokers cough. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your roaming journalist who will do anything and anyone, and I mean anyone, <laughs> for the story. John? I'm the other half, Matt. And we could Ooh. not delve deep into this depravity, excess sexual adventure without our main man, from north of the border, he might love margarine, but that's okay. It's spooky celluloid. Ooh, woo. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> and when clowns. I think of Emmanuel, I think of Juggalos. She would have loved Insane Clown Posse. Joe <laughs> D'Amato would have been all about Insane oh. Clown Posse. <laughs> if he could, he would have used their music in his soundtracks. Instead of God. that stupid fucking, I'm your queen, shut up. <laughs> woo, woo. Can you imagine the scene with the horse hand job having fucking insane clown posses, farty beeps uh, beats over it? <laughs> Magnets, how do God. they work? I don't know, but that horse is sure working. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> don't remind me of that video. How are you, Spooky? No, I'm not too bad. I'm... I'm glad you guys finally have a little taste of Canada around your around you. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. god! <laughs> These fucking guys are fucking panicking over in eight inches of snow. I'm like, bro, <laughs> dude, that's you an East Tennessee like... blizzard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut down the entire state for fucking eight inches. <laughs> no joke. My my store's either been closed or closed early for the entire week. <laughs> I, that could never. Well, I, I I sell alcohol, so we could literally never close. But well, or else these alkies would fucking. Get to <laughs> get 
<laughs> like just pour it on the snow it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> you can use it as gas <laughs> dude oh uh, yeah the fucking like the snow like the most we usually would get like we went like two or three winters without like any like snow actually sticking to the ground yeah, yeah. it's like in the, the grass and that's it yeah uh, that's and like well, school will shut down because of course it will but well yeah. that was us during like december we had nothing it was hot and then it all happened last week so now you guys can see there's like snow banks <laughs> that are fucking the size of texas right behind me <laughs> god yeah Fuck that noise. But I, I still had to go to school. I still had to go to work. <laughs> yeah. It's like the last time I remember it like snowing real heavy was like uh like twenty eighteen. And I was like still in like I was still in like college at that point and they were like, No, nah, you're coming in, dog. Yeah, well that's fine too. Oh, fucking those city folks there. They're <laughs> like, We we have public transportation. I'm like, yeah, I do too. It's called I, a car I own privately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But uh, it's time to get into listener questions, I think, guys. Because there's actually yeah, a decent got... amount of them. Probably the most we've had in a minute. Oh, my yeah, God. Pookie brings in the be... views. <laughs> this is going to be six hours long. This time I won't autistically speak about the director because I, I have nothing to say about good old Joe other than he's a pervert, he's a gentleman, and he's a legend. <laughs> he probably there actually awards. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they leave the man alone. He's been dead for 25 years. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Joe D'Amato. Like, I don't know what he looks like. When you Google him, because on the podcast uh, with Urshel, we were talking about that. The first picture that pops up is fucking Eli Roth. <laughs> that's fucking grizzly. Like, that oh. doesn't look like good old Joe. That's Eli Roth. <laughs> that's acclaimed director behind... Knock, knock knock. Yeah. <laughs> and that, Inferno. Yeah, that cannibal movie we don't talk about. Oh, grim. <laughs> but questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com or you can wait to the week of the episode. We are mostly a bi-weekly podcast. <laughs> Been a little better about it this time. <laughs> yeah. Well, and every we'll time you have guests, you kind of have to. It's true. That's true. It forces our hand. It forces our hand. <laughs> Mental illness can't get in the way of that one. The crackheads can't fucking stop you there. <laughs> we'll post a lovely image with deaths and skeletons, and you can ask in the comment section below on our Instagram. I hardly ever say that, but it's on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And get yourself some merch. Buy the merch. Yeah, these guys don't plug it because... They're mentally unwell, but I will. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting out with Mr. Cole. Mr. Cole says, bros, I've been listening to all the open casket episodes on Spotify. Oh, God. <laughs> it seems like the formula is to talk about the listed movie for about 10 minutes. Talk about other movies for about 30 minutes. Shout outs for 20 minutes. And in between these major themes, the boys shit on Massacre Video, Alex Lee Moyer, and directors like Sean C. Phillips. But but there is love for the dawn. And Spooky, Spooky's uncle daddy, Jess Franco. It's perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. Thank you. <laughs> My question for you all is, who would be your all's dream guest, dead or alive? Jess Franco. <laughs> I got questions for that fucking guy. Why? How long? Like, Why? if Jess Franco was like not combative, because it seems like he could be a grumpy bastard. Ah, uh, not <laughs> at the end of his life. I think he just once he realized that people actually liked him, he kind of chilled out. 
He still smoked a shit ton of cigarettes. I'd have to fucking book a room where he could smoke in it, but <laughs> yeah, with his three teeths left and fucking <laughs> man was a disaster. I'm sorry. <laughs> How well, long like do you he... think an interview with Jess Franco would go? Oh, a while, because he speaks three fucking languages. That's true. He just yeah. switched in between four, I think. Yeah, because uh, when I was doing research for my video, I'd find interviews in Spanish, French, German, English. Uh, yeah. So, man was a linguistic genius. And apparently, like he, he was the basis of what Yoda looks like. Oh, my man, <laughs> <laughs> which is. I'm kind of fucked up. The quote showed me something wrong. He was an alarming looking man. <laughs> <laughs> but I would ask so many questions just because I'm fascinated by his life. Because the more research I do on him, the more I'm like, Jesus Christ. It wasn't just like a, a man that was just making movies. He was obsessed. Um uh, I would ask him questions about when he left to shoot for like nine days with Lena Romay and never spoke about that again. <laughs> yeah, that would be mine. I think that was kind of obvious. So I'll say uh, Lucio Fulci for a second. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good one, too. I have uh, two, an attainable one and an unattainable one. An attainable one, Bron Paulin. Yeah. I'm just... Have you thought of fucking sending an email? It's hard to do when you're mentally ill, like we are. <laughs> He's usually like, I'm the one that has that. He's alive. <laughs> and two, we can pro- Sorry, no, I was just saying yeah. two is a harmony Kareem. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh my. Yeah, God. I got a question for him too. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, how'd you go from kids to gummo? <laughs> How'd you go from gummo to trash humpers, sir? <laughs> That is insane. Like, man, I, I like. I know some people love uh, trash humpers, but man, me, me I love yeah, trash yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> As he's got it sitting in a three and a half on letterbox. That was the running joke for a long time. As I rate anything, like you gave it the same rating as trash humpers. Like, damn yeah. right, I did. <laughs> God, I mean, that movie's a fucking disaster. That's a high score for old people fucking trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, when it comes to like having like it's, it's a, you know dream guest, I guess. Uh Harmony Korean is definitely up there as one. Um oh, fuck. It's tough. Um language wasn't the barrier, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. I could speak I could speak to Franco, but he would probably not understand my French. Where well, are you from? Yeah. Like <laughs> Canada, that's not even... I, I never shot a movie there. That's not a real country. Burns with a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would keep that cigarette burn and fucking get it tattooed on me. <laughs> Have him sign your, like, your arm with a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh, you guys, when there was snow, did you uh, write your name with your piss in the snow? No, not this no. time. <laughs> You've got to do that. That's like a required for anybody who lives around snow. How <laughs> uh, much piss you got in you, bro? Because that mean you both got longer names. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of piss in me. <laughs> well, we found that out in Frankencon. But anyway, <laughs> that's that is true. Yeah, I flooded the parking lot. 
<laughs> but the, the go to go with uh two uh I get well one's technically two together, but it, it counts, I think. Uh both the Polonia brothers. Oh yeah. And uh for you know, the like one that's actually obtainable probably Brian <laughs> I feel like all our unattainable guests, the first question we all would ask them is why? <laughs> yeah. Polonia's why why did you have to fuck your grandmother? <laughs> it took me a second to go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. Well yeah. they don't not really. They fucking That scene is so fucking wild. Oh, dude. Joseph. They've just been so lonely. <laughs> Splatter Farm. I saw that after your episode and that's a like a perfect movie if I've ever seen one. <laughs> that was like my like go-to movie to show people back in the day. Oh, man, how did you have friends? <laughs> They're just oh, I made watch some shit, dude. We watched Splatter Farm and Pieces and Oh yeah. yeah. All I forced shit. My, yeah, I forced my friends to watch Pieces too. I watched I forced my friend to watch Bloody Moon the other day. He's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> the master you just don't get it. <laughs> don't get it. The man, uh, man has a Mickey Mouse face and scars. <laughs> he fucks his sister. It's great. New York Ripper. Oh, yeah. I should. Oh. I forced my friends to watch that. <laughs> that's a wild one to force your friends to watch. Like, that's be the best, the... like, uh, razor blade to the nipple scene you would ever see, sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, it's like, uh, my story of even getting into this shit. Like, I, like, I watched, like, horrible reviews as videos and stuff like that. But I remember John was like, all right. It's Dom. And he put on Cannibal Holocaust, and I was like, oh, okay. Here we go. He, he ate his spaghetti. Here we go. Back when and, uh, Matt and John reviews, that was the... <laughs> it, it, that was a little after that. That yeah, was post that. <laughs> yeah. Matt was 12. Here you go. Here, here's a woman impaled on a stick. <laughs> now go back to fourth grade. It is funny, because like... Days we couldn't skate, uh, skateboard because it was rain or something. I'd be like, I'd bring them Splatter Farm or Pieces or Cannibal Holocaust, New York Ripper, August Underground. <laughs> like I we brought the the worst shit ever. We would have been great friends. <laughs> John, John, most likely for his friends to leave. <laughs> they watch them. Yeah, I mean, at least Cannibal Holocaust looks like a movie. Splatter fi- Farm. That's a. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> that's a movie, I guess, in the technical aspect. Well, what's m- like technical? What's yeah, like my you know. friend, so my friend Doug begged me to watch uh, "Where the Dead Go to Die" because he heard about it somewhere. And I was like, "You don't want to watch this. This is rough." And he was like, "No, I want to watch. I want to watch it because I guess it was on like a list of like, oh, animation movies that are bad because you know all those fucking shitty lists." Yeah. And at, like, I remember like we sat there in fucking silence. Because yeah. he was just like devastated by this movie. <laughs> I was like, I told you. Yeah, Doug looks over to... and Matt's just jerking off. Uh, oh at... my god. <laughs> Whenever you get cough jerking off, just stare at the person in the eye, assert dominance. Assert dominance. Spooky your mother, your grandmother, your fucking your dead <laughs> grandfather, who gives a shit. <laughs> Now, I've got many questions about how the dead grandfather is going <laughs> to come in I, on you while you're, you I know. I see ghosts, Matt. 
<laughs> they're talking see, to me right now. I see dead people. And I they're telling me. <laughs> I see dead people and they watch me come. Yeah, I throw cum at them, John. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Mr. Cole, for the question. And next up is Lamb Wife. What's up? Hey, guys. Have you seen anything recently, new or old, extreme or not, that you liked and would recommend? Let me oh, bring out the okay. letterboxed. <laughs> I can't do that. Dude, oh my god, a sinner. I just watched it, like, before this show. Again, just Franco. I watched three movies from him today, so he's on my mind. Um, yeah, you can watch that. Uh, that's true. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's Yoda. Uh, so, <laughs> the Secret Diary of a Nymphomaniac. I just rewatched A Virgin Among the Living Dead. Killer oh. Barbies was actually surprising because you don't expect it to be good with, like, you know, 90s Euro horror, low budget. Um, it's really fun. It feels like a Scooby Doo uh, episode gone. Uh, rated Sexual. 18 yeah gone very sexual there's a sex scene that <laughs> like in the time of the movie probably lasts an hour like the way it cuts between the scenes you're like these these guys have been going at it for like an hour <laughs> but it has like great soundtrack it's about this uh actual like punk spanish band called the killer barbies and uh yeah it's really fun i really enjoyed it it does have like that 90s low-budget film stock with a lot of filter on the lens, though, but if, if whenever you get used to it, it's not too bad. That sounds fun to me, So <laughs> The music is great. Uh, they sing in English for some reason, and the lyrics are questionable, but the, the, the beats are good. The beep boops are great. The beep boops. <laughs> the beep boop, boop, boop. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I've, like, I've, right before we got on, I've finished uh, Lips of Blood, by a how do you how do you, how do you say his name? Charolais. You're gonna have to teach me how to fucking pronounce that. Game rolling. Game rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. What? They see him rolling. <laughs> uh, Fred Durst would have loved lesbian vampires. He probably still true. does. Let's be honest. I, yes. Who doesn't? I mean, <laughs> the church. <laughs> Well, they don't like any fun. That's uh, true. Uh, it's just like little boys. Yeah, they're too no. busy diddling little boys. Shout out Catholicism. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> I have Jesus on the cross looking at me right now. Hell yeah, let's go, dude. He's just looking at you, just watching fucking just, uh, horse uh, hand jobs. A 10 minute lesbian scene in Cinder, like disappointed yeah. in you, son. I know that was the point. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. I, again, assert dominance. Just stare at Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, another one. I'll throw like I'll throw two more out there. Um, a cure, which cure is fucking amazing. Yep, cures. We really just good. watched that. Kyoshi Kurosawa. Yes, yeah, so fucking good. And I'll throw out a, a more of a random one, but it's in tune with what we talked about last week. Uh, molester strain, dirty behavior. Messiah it's fucking of evil. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> World of Kaneko. I'm just fucking mentioning the ones yeah. that you guys finally watched. Yeah. It only took the entire state to close to finally listen to me. <laughs> uh, I watched one called the Mukuro trilogy. It's a like a short film trilogy by. 
it, out of Japan. It's like these gore short films. It's really cool. It's really hard to like. I don't think there's like a physical release. I found it by means. So. <laughs> <laughs> that one's really good. Oh Killer God. Nerd was a whole lot better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, you recently watched that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The Whale God. Oh, yeah, that movie is really good. The ending for me is a little goofy, y'all, but... It's a bit goofy, it is, but... Yeah, I really <laughs> like The Whale God a lot. And uh, also shout out Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things by Bob. Oh. I also see you yeah. recently watched The Psychic by Lucio Fulci, which is yeah, yeah. so good, yeah. That's a slapper, too. If you want to see Paul Nashy be Death Wish from 1992, watch Night of the Execution. <laughs> yeah, oh. movie. Oh, yeah. Do I own that? I, I I don't think I do, but I'll probably buy it now that I, I have your seal of approval. Yeah, it's actually really good. Like, that's kind of like a meme thing, but, like, it is basically just Death Wish, but with Paul Nashy. <laughs> so. we, yeah, we were good for him saying it was like, I spit on your house on the end of Death Wish Street. <laughs> with Paul Nash, he was yeah. just <laughs> built like a barrel. <laughs> hey, dude. There's a workout montage in Night of the Executioner. That dude is like, I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, that's, I, okay, then I'll take it off my watch list because that, that'll make me bust. <laughs> <laughs> he got some big fucking arms, though. I'll say that. Dude, like, that oh, my like, God. Like I said, he's shaped like a barrel. His chest is just protruding, <laughs> just male energy. Well, he, he fucking pro wrestling chopped his chest. He would break your hands. He could rip your cock off. <laughs> I, I, I'd let him. <laughs> I, he built like some of those old. Yeah. <laughs> he built like some of those old Japan wrestlers from back in the day. It's, it's insane. And then he played like uh, with the like werewolves. I'm like, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just recently Spanish exploitation. What the fuck is the name? Something Magic Sword or something like that by Paul Nashi. And like I bought it from Mono Macabro and it's got like Japanese writing on the side of it. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be some kind of weird Japanese. It's got Paul Nashi in it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Wait a minute. <laughs> Paul Nashi in an accent, Arigato. <laughs> He's really like grown on me. I really love Paul Nashi a lot. I, I adore him, man. Werewolf versus vampire is fucking great. I think I just bought that. Vinegar Central put that out? Yeah, 4K, yeah. baby. Yeah. If they ever ship That's it, I bought that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also waiting on a shipment. <laughs> uh, it'll probably take a minute because distribution uh, issues. It's I don't fun. like waiting. <laughs> I'll have it before Men Behind the Sun. <laughs> now I that probably came out. I have that. Yeah, after five years. <laughs> I am still waiting on Dar Divorce. <laughs> By that, by the time that comes out, you'll have time to get married and get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you, Lamb Wife, as always. And next up, yes. Mr. Parker. Mr. Parker, the most consistent man in the history of YouTube. It's pretty impressive, it, dude. I don't even <laughs> understand. Like the ghost, like yeah, the goat, the goat, like. <laughs> Like and he no makes matter like what, an going... hour video, like an hour long video, like every week. yeah, he does. In like he of course uploads it as a podcast form too, so it's like, dude, dude's a fucking workhorse. So he rules. Yeah, he got real quiet. I don't know what happened. Well, I thought you were going to continue. I thought you had more. No, to say. no, no. That that was the end of the sentence. <laughs> I was waiting for you to go on. <laughs> no, no, that was the end of it. <laughs> so, anyways, Mister Parker says for spooky. Who gives better back rubs, Jess Franco or Jane Rowland? <laughs> well, 
Let's not forget that Gina. Uh, I almost said it like you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm getting assimilated to the South. We're going to start yelling slurs in a couple minutes. Uh, <laughs> well, let's hope not. Uh, yes. Jacques Alain uh, was French, so uh, sensuous, you know, uh, careful. And, uh, well,. Jess Franco was a Spanish uh, Spanish lover, so you know he was pretty machismo rough around the edge. <laughs> I mean, like we said, he, he wasn't the best looking guy. I mean, he went from and just an odd looking fella to uh, a questionable looking fella in a short <laughs> amount of time. But there's yeah. a reason why he ended up with Lina Romay, and that's probably because he could destroy all your holes. So I'm not sure. I might go, <laughs> might go with Franco on that one. For some Shout reason, respect. I thought you were gonna say he looks like a Spanish troll. Well, <laughs> I was like, oh my god. They made the troll three based on him. <laughs> one of the troll threes. Uh, yeah, which, which black ogre? <laughs> no contamination. Dot seven, which I watched this morning, and oh boy, Joe, <laughs> you got demodoed. Yeah, <laughs> you just got demodoed. And for everyone, if you could watch movies from a twenty-year stretch and nothing else, what what twenty years in a row do you pick? Uh, sixty-four to eighty-four. You got the best of European exploitation. You got the best of early 80s slashers. You got the best of American exploitation. The only reason why I say 64 is because Blood and Black Lace come, came out in 64. And although I would miss Mario Bava's gothic horror, I feel like his giallo and his output after Blood and Black Lace is... Much more my style. And then, of course, 70s, 80s, you got Lucio Fulci, you got Dario Argento, you got Sergio Martino, you got Jess Franco, 1973 in his best year. And uh, the only thing I'm going to miss from 85, probably, because 85 is a strong year, Day of the Dead. But you still got two the two first dead movies, so already that's pretty good. Fair enough. Good choice. Good choice. I'd probably go 75 to 95. Because of the Asian yeah. stuff from the 90s, I would miss like the Asian yep. stuff, uh, Hong Kong and Japan especially. But Japan, like my top four on Letterboxd, three out of them are from the 70s and mm. 80s. So Japan you'd still get like yeah. a female prisoner, and which you would miss because that came out in 73. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. Say, it's hard to cut off that much of the 70s, but I want to get some of the 90s in there for like the Cat 3 stuff mm -hmm. and like the Pinku stuff. Especially like... early in 90s is a really strong and I year for Japanese. Singapore Sling is early 90s too. Pretty sure it is. Could be wrong about that. <laughs> really? I'm trying to do math in my head so I don't sound like an idiot. If you watch, <laughs> if you watch shit in your movies, the seventies were pretty strong for that. You got Sweet Movie, you got Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Fim's a sod. <laughs> yeah, nineteen ninety is Singapore Sling, so that's one of my favorite movies. Which I cannot wait for that Blu-ray. I'm going to bust. Yeah, I'm going to bust. And you get street street trash, which I don't think I get. Yeah. And I am uh, missing Nelgun Massacre and Ellie H. Jabber, which is a, a, a catastrophe, but a... And some Polonia stuff. Like, you're not going to get a lot of the Polonia stuff. I don't think you're going to get any Polonia stuff. I'm fine with that, John. <laughs> <laughs> I 
think I'm going to be in, in the same camp as you, John. For one, to be to be safe on my math because I'm a fucking idiot. Two, because like that, yeah, that stretch is just full of fucking good shit. <laughs> Matt's like 2000 to 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. I'm only getting the good shit from 2001. <laughs> I got Hostel 1, I got Hostel 2, I got Hostel 3, I got Knock Knock, I got okay. Green Inferno. You got Saw 1, you got Saw 2, you got Saw 3, you got Saw 4, you got Saw 5, you got Saw 6, you got the underrated Saw 7. <laughs> they did sneak a good one, like, right at the end. Yeah, they Saw did. 7. The end, it's still going, bro. Oh, that's true. I'm I'm laughing because Saw 7 is probably the one that's most hated, and it's probably one of my favorites because it's just so shit. <laughs> is that 3D? Yeah. I, love that <laughs> one. I was thinking Saw 6, the one with the merry go round. It's actually pretty decent. Yeah, yeah nah, man. We got Chester Bennington ah, as yeah. a neo-Nazi <laughs> in Saw 7. Let's go. Why do they cast him as a neo-Nazi? Because he looks like one. Matt, <laughs> dude, no, he does not. Most neo Nazis look like. Fucking... I mean, they shaved his head, so I guess he looks well. <laughs> Most neo Nazis just look like fucking abominable, toothless monsters. Yeah, they look like Jess Franco. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there. No, not at the end. Oh well, you know. Ooh, a bald Jess Franco sounds grim. Man, have you ever seen like one of his later interviews? He's sitting like that, smoking his <laughs> cigarettes, like barely moving. Dude, wondering if he's I'm... dead or not. <laughs> I was wondering that. I'm like, did they interview his corpse? He's just like, oh. <laughs> the only a physical activity he was doing was picking up another cigarette after he just smoked one. <laughs> Dude. Legend. The interview on fucking Vampiros Lesbos. Oh my fucking lord. He looks like a corpse. Well, at that point, he kind of was. Oh my god. He lived to That's like, so what, hard. 70? That's a rough 70. So he got a lot. <laughs> he uh, lived a long life. Cigarettes, booze. <laughs> he lived he a got, long 70 years. <laughs> he got that Lemmy lifestyle. Dude, that's true. He really did. It's kind of crazy. Man, What's with just... them? Because like, one of them are like good looking dudes. Uh, and I, it's not. I guess he was really charming. Charming. I, I think. Well, with Lino, I think Lino was an exhibitionist, and he was a voyeur, a voyeur. So they just were perfect for one another. <laughs> Which is funny because they literally had a movie called that together. <laughs> I, I saw her nipples more than I've seen my own at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Franco's a cut confirmed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> She had God. sex with a lot of people. Dude, how could you even like remotely think about being a cuck? Like, like being the oh, guy. That is pretty grisly, right? Like you're well, in a hotel he, room. This Yoda looking chair. motherfucker. Dude, he just sitting in his cuck chair looking like fucking Yoda with a cigarette and jerking <laughs> off. Yeah, directing. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh. Lena, Lena, more, more back shots, Lena. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that, man. <laughs> but, uh, Thank you, Mr. Parker, for the question, as always, and always making me yes. think. He asks the difficult questions. Yes. The hard-hitting ones. Yeah. Like, this is Franco Jagalane one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which one would I want to ravage me? Hmm. I don't think that was his question, but... <laughs> well, that's how I thought about it. 
was like you talked about with the, uh, you know, <laughs> without the, the, you know, the back row would go. So, I you know. Sorry, Sorry to always autistically bring back just Franco into any conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about having to look at fucking Jess Franco in the face while he's plowing his... Well. I just imagine, like, it's storming. <laughs> like, one of the lightning strikes as we can see. Like, he lights up. It's, like, it's a Vincent Price movie from the 50s. <laughs> you just see Jess Franco at the end of your bed with a cigarette after he gave you, like, the <laughs> the, the best sex. It's like That's the it. fucking segment in uh, Black Sabbath, dude. <laughs> yeah, like the drop of water, but it's Franco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I hope a lot of the listeners got that one or else <laughs> Spooky's gonna backhand you <laughs> yeah I'm gonna backhand you yeah if you've never seen Black Sabbath what are you doing <laughs> go watch that instead of listening to this <laughs> uh, oh next my god. up is Ivy here ooh woo ooh woo have you guys seen Berserker from 1997 no. <laughs> no. No. Nope. It's coming out, though. It's got a Blu-ray. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I sent that in the group chat, and I know Urschel came, so... Uh, well, I was going to get it, and then I saw the price, and I was like, mm. How much is it? It's Well, for us here in America, it's like 60-something. Yeah, what no, the fuck? It's like 100. <laughs> what the Not fuck? Not that much of a weeb. It's not a movie, oh, Matt. It's a series. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And yeah. Discotech doesn't even sell here, I know, because they have a bunch of Meiko Kaji movies I want, but... Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Wait, it's, 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 it's Discotech? Yeah. This is going to sound terrible. And I'm not meaning it as like, like, you know, like, oh, no, fuck them or anything like that. Like, I didn't know they were still around. Yeah, they apparently they are. They put out Blue Jean High School something with Meiko oh. Kaji. Well, I need to get that. I didn't know they put that shit out. <laughs> I sent you, I, th- I think I sent that to you, John. But yeah, I don't remember nothing. Sell it in the yeah, states, and I think it's might it might be like only on their website. I don't know. Mm. They might might find it at Grindhouse or Diabolic. Diabolic, I think, has it. It's bootlegs. <laughs> it's, it's just a bootleg <laughs> company. <laughs> and shout out to someone who would charge you that price for bootlegs. Yeah, I'm not gonna say any names, but <laughs> yeah. sin <Man>. film preservation. <laughs> <laughs> I charge decently cheap. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, Avi. <laughs> not <Yeah>. seen it. <laughs> we're failures. We're no, we're not weeps. Yeah, we didn't do a whole episode Pers- of anime. Yeah, we didn't do two episodes on hentai. Didn't. Matt didn't stay up to four o'clock in the morning watching bondage Bruh. game instead of getting up and hanging out with me. Yeah, no, Dude, that was a fucking mistake. Too busy watching a a, a girl of questionable age slurp down the shit. Oh, <laughs> movie's fucking awful. Yep, it's a. F- is it a five? No, it's an Urschel three point five. He didn't give it a shocking. <laughs> I mean, like you guys said in the previous episode, he's got the brains backwards. <laughs> I've just decided that like he rates terrible movies five, and everything else he gives fair ratings to. Yeah. <laughs> he's Even admitted then. that to me. <laughs> he's told me that. <laughs> the Urschel three point five. Oh Lord! I just imagine there's somebody out there. Who doesn't like know Herschel like well? He just follows him in the letterbox and is just fuming every time he posts something. I mean, I know him. I and I react that way too. 
There's, there's been some shit. Like, oh, damn. I'm like, you really had to give Deadly Camp a five. Oh my gosh. But and I like that movie. And I like, and I wouldn't. I, I'm ashamed of my three. <laughs> you should I'll be, never, man. That one is horrible. I'll never <laughs> forget when fucking Alien Beast nearly killed your guys' podcast. Yeah. <laughs> my most questionable was... one is my Devil Story 3.5, which I will defend. Oh, not really. <laughs> the movie's got dog shit. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. The best it's part great. for the guy shooting at the horse for 30 minutes. That's 30 Fuck. minutes? <laughs> 45. You mean 45? <laughs> Oh my god, that movie. I don't even want to fucking talk about that piece of shit. <laughs> Open casket. The Devil Story episode coming out pretty soon. Hell yeah, let's go. I'm going to force Urshali, force me alien beasts. I'm going to fucking... He will, he'll love it. it. He'll love it. <laughs> he'll think it's the he'll best it thing five. he's ever seen. It'll be in his top end four. Up in his top four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love Urshal. Yeah, Urshal's yeah. man. <laughs> well... <laughs> three of the two of the well, three do. You guys don't have to host a podcast with them. Oh my god! But uh, thank you, Ivy, for the question as always, and go check out Ivy's art; it's sick. Yeah, yeah. Full Gazari and film. Yeah, yeah, and uh, her releasing label. Uh, she's doing some really cool shit. Uh, next up, speaking of great art and a kind soul, it's Psychonaut. What's up? Psychonaut, for Spooky, it seems like a lot of content creators in your sphere are losing their taste or reaching their limits for extreme cinema. But in your case, I think you have enough of a niche, excuse me, an eclectic taste and less less praise than undercovered films that your channel could easily flourish without the nasty stuff. What is on the docket for 2024? Any big plans in terms of spotlighting specific directors or decades, subgenres, etc.? You're doing great. Keep up the good work. Well, I just want to thank uh, Silas for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, 2024. Well, I got a director spotlight coming out probably the same day as this episode, Tuesday, uh, depending on when you guys upload it. Anyways, it's a Saya Susato. I cover uh, Love Minus Zero Infinity and uh, Ruff 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 Yeah, good luck, <laughs> good luck with that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I tend I I plan on uh, kind of I've already like kind of put the uh, my focus on more like director subgenres and um, I'm probably gonna cover more uh, porn in like the reaction type of videos because I really mm -hmm. enjoy doing that and they always work and I get always good comments on them. Uh, but yeah, if that's not the case, I I want to cover more of the um, Pinku stuff and some more Cat Three stuff because it's all genres that I really appreciated last year and I want to deep dive more into them like i said after listening to the sato episode you guys did i'm like i have to watch more of his movies i had covered four of his movies but i want to do more of his stuff try to maybe do a big part of his filmography definitely want to get into his gay pinku because i find that very fascinating and like the sphere of queer cinema how erotica is often forgotten but it how most of the time it's kind of the forefront of bringing queer cinema to like a mass public, I don't know. I'm just yeah. Rambling. 
No, that makes sense to me. <laughs> no, no, you make you reckon more. Yeah. <laughs> like erotica is a big push towards film movements, and I feel like the queer cinema has always forgotten that the aspect of adult stuff in that department is kind of was also at the forefront, like in the seventies and eighties, while mainstream Hollywood was ignoring that population. Porn and yeah. erotica was kind of pushing it to the forefront. So yeah, that's interesting. So mm-hmm. I'll definitely get into that. And like with yeah. Sato too, like his like gay some of his gay pinkoods are like some of his best stuff, like Hunter's Sense of Touch and Muscle and um yeah. Wanda Jax to see are all fucking great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll have to get to the I have bondage ecstasy but i also have f- files for the rest so uh, i'm curious about those bondage ecstasy bondage ecstasy is goofy y'all but it is it is one fucking great ones. well <laughs> after watching really rafusheri i i surprisingly i realized that he can do comedy which was not mm-hmm. something i expect well comedy it's still depressing and grim and nihilistic <laughs> but it's funny also yeah, there, i want to be almost rape in it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a mermaid that doesn't count. <laughs> also, I want to give you a shout out here, Spooky, because you sent the beginning of the video to uh, to the to us, oh, and you're like, "Oh, you got you know, Sigon Cinema is in uh, show me something wrong." Which you know, they're definitely more of. Are the experts on Sato? I was like, "We are not fucking experts on Sato," <laughs> but you well, know, I, I feel it. like. Yeah, I feel like in an in intellectual perspective, you guys did a great job talking about his movies. That again, my I mentioned that in my Sato video where I want to bring uh, like respect to erotic cinema. That's kind of my mission statement on my channel. But that's why I'm so fascinated with directors like Rolin, like Sato, like Franco, who kind of worked in that field. And you guys do a great job of analyzing the movies as films as pieces of arts and not just things that weird Japanese men would jerk off to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's interesting because, like, I think, you know, through doing the podcast and through, you know, talking to you and getting film recommendations from you, I've been able to, you know, become, you know, I guess it's become more accessible to me to be like, oh, okay, you know, even though this is erotic in nature, it is, you know, it's still art at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, it's just something that's kind of been forgotten, especially in the porn industry, where now it's just, you know, gonzo stuff. And I mean, Jamie Gillis. <laughs> fucking bastard. Fuck you, Jamie Gillis. I hate your ass. Oh, my God. That <laughs> movie's terrible. Dude, I skimmed through that shit whenever, like, again, behind the scenes, you all needed it. And I was trying to find it. It looks like fucking ass. Well, all he log is Jamie Gillis heavy breathing while he fucking. Oh, oh my God. I hate it that just... thing. That man is a goblin. Yeah. <laughs> he is a goblin. That's a great way to put it. Um, oh my god. It's all fun and games when I laugh at Jess Franco's look, but when it's Jamie Gillis, I'm serious. The man's a horrendous <laughs> goblin. <laughs> Can't wait till the first one tries to make you watch his shit movies. No, I put the kibosh on that. I'm not watching any more <laughs> shit. Well, I did watch Bondage Games, so I guess I'm an hypocrite. Hey, it's animated. Oh, yeah, it's Hill, Herschel hearing us talk about Jamie Gillis in a negative light. It's the Arthur meme. He just like balling his fist up right now. He's just like, (laughs) I mean, he was. I'll have to give that to Jamie. He was a good actor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he's a piece of shit. But so was Klaus Kinski. Great actor. Dude, well, it's like it's like I I did some research in Jamie Gillis for something that I can't really talk about, but uh, and that was a mistake. 
because looking into him and like all the horrible shit he's done or may have done is fucking rough. <laughs> that, I don't even. Oh yeah, under Prell with his fat forty-year-old gut. Ugh. God, vile human being. He's like watching my big fat ass fuck. <laughs> oh no, he doesn't do anything in that movie. But that's even worse. That points where he's just commenting. Yeah. Oh, great. You can't get hard? No, nobody can when they're around you, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Go away. Go leave. You're scaring the hose. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like, it's funny, like, listen to you all talk about that on your uh, episode on Jamie Gillis. Like, they talk about, like, the difference between, um, fuck, can we, what's the name of that movie? Uh, the other one. That one was good. Uh, that, that one. The opening the of Misty one. Beethoven. Yeah, that one. Amazing yeah. movie. <laughs> and you guys about like how great it was, and then straight into like fucking horrible fucking Gonzo porn. Uh, so the worst I've seen. <laughs> oh god, I don't. I don't even want to watch it. I'm not. Like, I, maybe one day I will, but I don't know. I'd rather I'm watch good. my grandparents fuck. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't want to go that far. If I'm not mistaken, Matt, you can correct me on this because I know you have yes. the books. In Cinema Sewer, Jamie Gillis, an interview, basically talked about how sex offenders should have been allowed to be in porn because they were railroaded by women. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Amazing individual. Anyways, moving on. Silas goes on yeah. to say, and for Matt. Oh. Fright Crave has a potential because of your great editing skills and well-rounded understanding of the visual style and format that makes that content work. Please keep it up, and please keep the exploratory and informative uh, nutrition. Why do people got to write so well? Read it. Silas is too smart for us. He's so smart. He got that big brain. That the last NSF a lot video had. We don't need any more two cent takes in that sphere of content. It distracts from the overall quality and shelf life of the content produced. Your video was very refreshing in that way. Thanks for taking talking about transgressive art with levity. What's next for you? Is Fright Crave becoming a creative priority in 2024? Uh, I'll maybe you should talk give... about Fright Crave because you've not really talked about it a lot on the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh... I don't know. He brought posers to Power Electronics. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> oh my god! Did. And he got a, a he got a date wrong with Mayhem. He's yeah. yeah. Might want to just hang him up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fright <laughs> Crave more like I crave facts and logics. <laughs> oh, got him! Got, got him! Um, well. <sighs> Okay, so, like, I've t I talk about it a little bit, like, you know, not on the show, because, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to get like, people's ex expectations too high, but, like, I definitely have a plan for, you know, a, like, a schedule that I want to try to keep to this year for the, because it has become very much a priority for me at this point since the last, you know, the last video of the album this point blew up like it did. Like, I think the last time I checked it was, like, 41K. Deservedly just, so too. That video is great. I appreciate okay. it, yeah, but it's really good. Um, the wrong date, though. Yeah, he blew it. yeah, yeah should have reposted it. it. <laughs> I literally got a comment by the way that someone was like, "Re-record this whole video." I'm like, "No, fuck you." No, he got 41k. I'm not gonna redo yeah. it again so that I can have 130 after that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "No, I'm sorry, but no." Um. But yeah, I've got some like true crime stuff, paranormal stuff, more um, 
just weirdo stuff too, like that video. Like because your video on GG Allen was also really good. It was. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That was that was the like first like step up, I guess. Like yeah, you saw the, the, the quality like kind of bump. Well, the Vampire of Sacramento was good. Like you, you've never made a bad video. It's just mm. you can see like through. Well, not that I've seen. I've only watched three, by the way. Stick <laughs> with those three. Yeah. There's a certain Bigfoot one that I would love to spike up oh, in your ship. Oh, Dude, oh, oh, it did. After we fucking talked about it on this show, people went and watched it. I'm going to do so that good. right now. You fuckers. <laughs> oh, that video is awesome. Yeah, like I've definitely got some stuff planned out. It's just a matter of getting the time to do it and just doing it, you know? So I've got some stuff planned, and uh, hopefully 2024 we'll see more and more content come out and i and again i do i appreciate your your feedback because that was speaking like youtube on youtube terms sorry uh listeners if it's a not interesting but i feel like your type of video really would um profit from a once a month releasing schedule instead of maybe a once a week or once every two weeks just to give you time to work on your shit but also because these types of high like quality documentary i feel like in today's like youtube sphere are work better monthly than stressing yourself over like a two a month type of a deal yeah um yeah, it's it's really interesting because like you see a lot of like long form content getting a lot more attention now where it didn't used to. No. Like if your video was over like fifteen or even ten minutes sometimes, like it would just be like, That's too fucking long, I ain't watching that. It seems like like, you know, after pandemic, you know, shit, it really you know, now, put that now, to the forefront. YouTube wants you to make forty minutes. Yeah. Videos. Which, uh, speaking of, the video I'm working on is going to be about 40 minutes, so Let's that's fun. go! <laughs> um, but yeah, I would love to do uh, monthly stuff. It's just a matter of, like, if I can get that out monthly. Like, I'm not going yeah. to stress about getting something out, you know, yeah, but on a I monthly. Feel like, yeah, yeah, these types of, like, essay videos don't really, like, it's not... You can do, like, every two months, every three months, as long as you're... Um, you're kind of on the up and up like releasing it when you're supposed to youtube will um not punish you yeah um but the, the other thing i am the only other thing i'm concerned about is like youtube's like censorship of that kind of content nah yeah trust me Again, i am not worried about like monetary shit from the youtube channel at all because i know in the content that i'm doing i'm not going to be getting that <laughs> unless i have like a patreon thing and everyone knows how I am about like getting money for shit from stuff I work on anyway. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Did you I've hear got... something, John? Your face was like you saw. Yeah, I think it was. The, uh, I think it was the cat. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was outside scratching a fucking. It was wall. like I was just like, what the fuck is that? It was a ghost. <laughs> the ghost. Uh, Silas the... goes on. Uh, for John, would love to hear more <laughs> coverage from you this year on other directors or creators that get you as intrigued and interested as Sato seems to. Love, uh, also always love hearing you and show me something wrong. Cover this stuff, and you should definitely do a Sato centric episode with them sometime. Would be cool to hear. Any directors in mind? Uh, thanks, boys, as always. From Psychonaut. First off, like I do, I do want to say real fast, I'd love to do a, a something with them about like Sato. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of 
being able to do it because the the times are so different. Thirteen hours. Yeah, it's yeah. thirteen hour difference. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. What's well, like when I uh, talked to Dave for the you know that interview? I called him at like nine o'clock and he had just gotten up. So yeah, 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 it was wild. <laughs> But um, I always seem to like deep dive into certain directors or certain genres. Like I got obsessed with Cat Three for a minute, which I still love all that shit. But like, uh, Sato is my guy right now. I don't know. I just find his stuff uh, more interesting than a lot of like the other Pinku stuff at that time. Just because it's like you know, I feel like when I got into Sato, I was like, oh, I want to watch some fucked up shit. And then when I started watching stuff, I was like, well, it's actually it's more to it than just that. It, there's a lot of themes that he tackles in each and every single one of his movies that I kind of want to get into there. There are other directors, though, that like I've been interested in uh, deep diving. Uh, Katsuhito Ishii is one I'm wanting to deep dive. He did Taste of Tea, Funky Forest, uh, what is that movie? Shark Skin Man and Peach Hip Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Party 7. His stuff is really cool. I want to check out more of his stuff. Shows in Fukui. I want to find movies by him that I haven't seen and it's frustrating that I can't <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also like I know one that I don't know if you'd bring up but I know you have a big fandom of the guy uh, Minoru uh, Kawasaki Kawasaki yeah yeah I really love Kawasaki stuff all the like monster movies he does and like all of his like r- ridiculously fun stuff he does rug like, cop is so good it's so it's it's better than it should be yeah it's so amazing uh but yeah it's a lot Duskamoto. of Japanese director. Duskamoto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yamanuchi. Uh, Yamanuchi. Yeah, Yamanuchi. I think you guys covered some of his movies early on. We did. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to do more of his stuff, too. Subtitles, though, is the problem. I feel like Not Cat, much. Cat 3 doesn't have, like, that one director other than, like, Ermin Yao, which Ermin is Yao. already kind of covered. But if there was another one like that, like, that would be an interesting episode. I feel like with, oh, the, yeah. like with, with Cat 3, I'm just obsessed with Anthony Wong. Like, I just want to yeah. see everything he does. <laughs> we could do an Anthony Wong, too. Deadly Camp review? Oh, <laughs> oh God. I want to hear fucking Matt go on like he did Feed and fucking Bulk. <laughs> If we cover that, we we have to get you and Herschel on. No, you don't. Herschel was just like, I'd be like, it's funny. And I'd be like, Herschel, stop. You're not helping yourself. <laughs> oh, sorry, I burped. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Psychonaut. As always, you are the man. Mm-hmm. Go buy his shit. It's awesome. I have a portfolio full of it, and it's fucking great. One day. One yeah. day. Silas, I'll get your stuff. That's not just a cover on a movie I buy. I really want those uh that tumbling doll of flesh print mm. that you don't sell anymore. <laughs> hint, hint. hint, hint. hint, hint. Hook, hook a brother up. <laughs> Next up is Slippy Mudman. Yes, shout out. Is Slippy? So I believe uh, it has dropped or is dropping an album. Yeah, and yes. she did the opening for the open casket, which is probably yep. the best part of that fucking awful show. <laughs> it, it is a good theme. I will give you that. It the is. theme is amazing. The content is horrendous. <laughs> Dude, like no, no, like no joke. One uh, not uh, recently when I was listening to the uh, podcast, I did rewind it at one point just to hear it again because I thought it was it's fucking a, great. It's, it's great amazing. Uh, Slippy says, "Hey, uh, although I hate to say it." But I think I might be the only other person on Earth, besides Spooky, that prefers margarine to Let's butter. Let's go. 
I raised, <laughs> raised my drink to that, even though it's empty. I do think there's a place for both, though. Anyways, what is the worst official Black Emmanuel movie you've ever seen? What about unofficial? Have a great day, guys. Now, Spooky, this is you, because this is the most yeah, Emmanuel movies uh, I've ever seen. The issue is that none of them are official. Well, that's true. No. <laughs> uh, the worst. There's not really one I, I, I really hated. I think the one that I like the least were covering it on today's show, so I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> uh, but honestly, surprisingly enough, I haven't seen many, like, out of that box that I've probably only seen five I have seen unofficial ones that Joe Diamato also did. Uh, Emmanuel and Francoise was not good. Uh, <laughs> there are some with just Laura Gemser in it that are just not good. Um, but like I'd say, like the one of them that we're covering is probably my least favorite. But that's just not because it's a bad movie, just because it's very standard. And we'll get more into that later. But yeah, I don't think there's like a an awful one because at the end of the day it's they're just pretty formulaic and you get what you want from them the bruno Mattei ones are underrated as shit because <laughs> violence in a woman's prison yeah. and women's prison massacre incredible films <laughs> we do a man, manual two i'm sorry john no i was just saying i've seen one of those and i can't remember which one probably women's prison massacre because it got released by uh like Severin? Severin, no, yeah, yeah, Severin, uh, Scream Factory, and on DVD from Shockorama back in the days. Mm. That's the one I saw was the Shockorama DVD. It, it comes with the other one that Mate did, which is the alternative title is Caged Women because they all have thirteen different goddamn titles. Yeah, <laughs> and I have Caged Women on VHS. Hell yeah. A bootleg, but still counts. <laughs> when we do a manual too, we'll, we'll have to do all of Bruno's. Ah, oh, they're amazing. The razor blade and the cooter. <laughs> that's, that's art. I remember like <laughs> when we were prepping for this episode, I was scrolling just through letterbox looking at the stuff, and there was one I came across was like black Emmanuel, white Emmanuel. And it has oh, Laura I have, yeah. And I scrolled down and it's like Laura Gimser. And her name in the movie is not Emmanuel. And I'm like, now wait a goddamn minute. Wait, what? No. <laughs> that was on the old uh, uh, Severin, like those two boxes they did before the big one with the DVDs, mm -hmm. which they also have one in there that Laura Gimser is not in. Because I guess they just had to have three movies per set and they were running out of rights. They're like, let's throw Black Emmanuel 2 in there, which I don't think she's in <laughs> that one. I don't remember which one it was. Like, I do remember there was one you rated Spooky that was like either like a two or like a two and a half. I was like, oh, fuck. I'd have to watch because I don't remember. Some of them blend in together. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, he's <laughs> fucking again. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> She's back on her bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> She's no hero. We'll get into that later. Let's oh, just Lord. say the, the worst non-official Emmanuel uh, endgame from Joe Giamato because... Laura Gemser's in it, but she's not Emmanuel. <laughs> she's just in there. I think I had that one. Is that a post-apocalyptic movie? Yeah, it's not bad, but it's not good. I don't think I... We watched uh, Raiders of Atlantis. That's Diodato. Yeah. she's. Oh. I think she's in Invasion of the Lost Gold, right? I found it. Black Eve, oh. a.k.a. Black Cobra. That's the one hmm. we did it to. Yeah, I'd say that one, because I don't remember even watching it. <laughs> the other one shout out to Caligula the un untold story 
<laughs> you know, somewhere there's a title at like a manual versus Caligula or something like that. Oh That's my probably fuck. Caligula Untold Story through another title. Yeah. The Italians got goofy. <laughs> I'll never forget when you were fucking going through that uh those movies. Just like like you were like drunk as shit, go watching fucking uh oh, yeah, Caligula the, the movies. Br- the Bruno Matei one is legendary. <laughs> oh my god. I've we're never gonna do a Caligula episode one day. I've never oh, seen yeah. so much donkey semen in my life. God Shut up, Bruno. <laughs> Bruno <laughs> the boy. The god. But uh thank you, Slippy, for the question as always, and definitely yes. go check out her music. It's fucking fantastic. Buy her album. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Next what? up is uh, Daddy Byro 69 oh. version 2. He's everywhere. I see him <laughs> in my dreams. It just says, follow Daddy, Daddy Byro, cuh. I do. I regret yeah. it every day. <laughs> Who are you? Did you see the post today where it was just, they they like Photoshop some Joker makeup on Byro? Yes. And it's like, we live in a world or we live in a society. I'm like, my God, what is it? Who? this <laughs> they shared my bondage game review and we're like you know daddy byro eats that poo poo let's see <laughs> Dude, what's even funnier is fucking <laughs> fucking steven byro follows the account and shares the memes yes <laughs> byro's based yeah. byro as seen skibbity byro and that just makes me feel better about myself i could die tomorrow <laughs> and i'd be happy skibbity borrow <laughs> like if you go through the account the like the first like 10 posts are literally the same fucking picture with like different shit on it <laughs> when you bust and she keeps sucking just yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there is one that literally fucking says that oh yeah that's why i took it yeah so <laughs> go follow daddy borrow I guess. And Stephen Byro. Yes. Follow Stephen first. Yeah. <laughs> follow Unearth Films and then go follow Daddy Byro. Yeah. Next up is Just Doe. Mm. What up, boys? Excited to hear the new episode. Finally watched Cannibal from Maria Dora. My God, I can't even say the man's name. Maria Dora. You and should. Thought it... <laughs> and thought it was good. I'm sure you've been asked this many times. Should I go straight into... MDE or Melancholy Dare Angle or any other of his films. We'll start there. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, if you have trouble sleeping. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like if you go into Angel's Melancholy and you're like expecting like this like super extreme, gnarly, disturbing movie, you're going to be a little bit disappointed because it's like it has those moments, but it's also immensely boring. Yeah, you're just <laughs> looking at German people talking and not the good kind, not the Jess Franco type. <laughs> it's true. You're going to see a lot of people shitting on each other. I'll tell you that. There is a scene in it that lives rent free in my head. And it's when the bald dude <laughs> dies and they're like playing this like. As this chick just pisses and shits all over. There's also a moment where he fucking like oh, knocks yeah. someone over. Shotgun shits on her. <laughs> oh my god, man! Fuck you, Mario Dora. He piece of shit. <laughs> he fucking scumbag. Was it but- Gunter Bruce in that getting shit on? No. Okay, oh, I know I, Gunther Bruce and Sweet Movie in the scene where they... Oh, oh my yeah. god. Legend. <laughs> Legend. 
No, who is has it? Franken Franker cast or something like that? Frank Cat. Uh, I don't know. Sweet movie really made me realize like mm, Marxism. Not great. <laughs> Some Marxism. This. Marxism where they poo-poo on the plate. <laughs> but uh, like I Voyage to Agatus or Agatus, I actually do like. It's probably like the only other Mario Door movie I actually do like. I mean debris documentar is okay. I don't even dislike his movies. I just dislike him as a human being. <laughs> oh, Blight, Blight of Humanity confirmed for Sagan Cinema Martin. No. The <laughs> thing about that movie it. is it's like, it has interesting shit in it. It's just, I don't know. You just can't condone what the man did in that film. No. Like Making the bacon industry proud since 2017. <laughs> Which again, you know, we get into it all the time, but it's like I know it's hypocritical to praise Campbell Holocaust and be like Mario Andorra bad, but it's like I don't praise that was the animal violence. Forty years no. ago, yeah, and I don't praise the animal violence. It's a black eye in the movie that's will live with it forever. Yeah. You know, it's it's that movie probably will never get the respect it really deserves because of that. And another thing too is like when you watch a lot of Dora's movies, like the way he goes about animal violence too is so fucking sadistic. Yeah, it's just, it seems like a pleasurable thing for him to do more than anything. Yeah. It's like this, like he slits a cat's throat mm-hmm. and impels a piglet on a fucking stick. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, at least, like, again, it's not good, but at least in Campbell Hawkins, they just fucking shoot the pig. You know what I mean? And dismantle the turtle for five minutes. Well, that's pretty bad. But... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking bad. I, I, I about threw it when I first watched that. What? Cannibal yeah. Holocaust you can watch without the animal cruelty, which that is what true. I usually do, which you can't do that for Marindora. <laughs> well, yeah. She'd miss half the fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, Just Doe goes on to say, I've been collecting a lot of Sam Hale and White Gardenia films, and I'm looking... F- God damn, I can't read. And I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing another one uh, soon. Which film would you recommend for a first-time watch? I've seen Emmanuel and The Last Cannibal and really enjoyed it. Much love hey. to Sick on Cinema and The Open Casket. Not Open go. Casket love today. Just Doe and Silas are the only listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Mr. Cole. <laughs> don't forget Mr. Cole. <laughs> Slippy too. Slippy. Well, I, I don't know if she listens. I hope she doesn't. It's a terrible show. She turns it on, listens mm-hmm. to her themes like, yeah, it's a banger. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> well, she commented on the last fucking episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Shit. I'm sorry, Slippy. We <laughs> researched your name with our terrible quality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as Sam Hill and Watt Gardenia goes, well, I don't know. Um, love them. Uh, Always been yeah. my favorite Sam Hill movie. Love them. Flesh Eater X. If you can find it, Let's Stop at the Morgue was actually a very interesting, different movie for him, and it was really fucking good. I really like that one. It's interesting because, like, I like we covered Sam on the show about a year or two ago, something like that. Mm-hmm, two years. I don't. I don't like God damn! It's been so long ago at this point. It feels like, but, um, and like, there's stuff by Sam that I really do like, and there is stuff that I am not as big of a fan of. But uh, he he does have a lot of like really interesting shit in his filmography. I think like, that 2019 to 2021 era was really good. Even 2022 yeah. was really good. 
I just think it's me personally. I kind of got tired of the genre. It's not that he makes bad bad movies. It's just I the genre he works in kind of got I got tired of it. But I yeah. wouldn't say I still think visually is very a very competent and good filmmaker. Yeah, behind the camera, he's fucking amazing too. Like he's able to get a lot of amazing shots. I wasn't a fan of Anti Wonderful, but visually it is a striking movie so mm -hmm. anti-wonderful i would recommend it it's just not my type of thing because it kind of feels like an adult swim kind of show which i know a lot of people like i just didn't grow up with that so comedy kind of falls flat for me understandable and i like anti-wonderful too so sorry john no i was just gonna say and with white gardini actually it, i wouldn't even recommend like his work which sounds mean but i would recommend art of self-harm yeah uh, personally, uh, the move, the one movie I've seen from him, I wasn't a fan of, so I, I can't, I can't speak on like his stuff. But if you want to collect his stuff, there's plenty of good releases now. So mm. the thing too with White Gardenia that's interesting too, it, you know, is like a lot of the times like his stuff features and stuff more than it's its own film. Mm -hmm. So it's like you know, Split has his stuff in it. Um, what was that one? Was it Borgor? Was that it? I don't remember. Borgor. It has, yeah. yeah. It has this stuff in it. And then there's Theater like the compilations. Something. Yeah. Theater something. What was that one? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There it is. Um, and then there's stuff like, uh, you know, Flesh, was it a Blitzic Perfume? Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen anything from the, uh, was it, you, you watched some of it, John. Oh, uh, How to Raise a Woman from the Dead? Yeah. That was actually really interesting because that was like him like kind of doing a more narrative movie. Like as far as I remember, I don't think it has any like self-harm stuff in it at all. I would be curious about that. It I know. I don't I'll know. It is weird. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you would feel about it. <laughs> well, just the fact that it, there's a narrative, because I'm just not a fan of the whole like uh, performance art thingy. Yeah. And it, and I'm curious about this, like, King James Bible thing he's doing, too. Yeah, there's a lot of people on there. Yeah, there's a lot of people covering a myriad of fucking, like, uh, stories from the Bible in their own ways. So I'm very curious to check that out, too. It's so. the modern-day profane exhibit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. 30 years yeah. from now, it finally comes uh, out. <laughs> By that time, Wait. Jesus will have come back. <laughs> we'll We're about to get messages from Daddy Byro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you, Gisto, for the question. As yeah. always, you rule. Hopefully we were able to answer it in a... Uh... You know, a, a way where you can actually pick some of this stuff up and not just, you know, ramble about the and That's what movies. we do. We just ramble about movies. That's what we do. That's literally true. this podcast. That's that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next up is Shram Doll. Shram Doll. Did you have Cat Dog in Canada, Spooky? I don't know what that, most of your references I don't get. <laughs> How did you end up liking the show? Because <laughs> I, I like the movies and I like you guys. Oh, well. Cat, a cat dog was a cartoon where it was a, a oh cat half dog. cat half yeah half dog, dog. Oh, yeah 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 that yeah. I think I saw that I don't know a Nickelodeon we I didn't have Nickelodeon I watched their show in French I watched SpongeBob in French <laughs> that's <sounds Dude>, amazing <laughs> I remember back in the oh sorry <laughs> no go ahead Dude, like 
I would like some of the SpongeBob DVDs back then. They had like different languages on them and shit, with the the different dubs. And me and my brother would go through and like listen to the dubs and see how it sounded. And there's some of them are fucking wild sounding. The Spanish like, one must be wild. Dude, the Spanish one was wild, and the fucking German one was insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like the like them yelling at each other is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever uh, heard in my life. German. German does just sound like people yelling at each other. <laughs> that Did have that one. Shout out German oh listeners. <laughs> Anytime I watch a Catherine, I'm like, are they angry or are they just talking to one another? Who's related <laughs> yeah. to who, too? That's another thing. The Catherine Uncle, movies. Yeah. Uncle, oh my God. brother. brother. <laughs> we were watching a uh, Hong Kong movie recently and we were like, wait, is this actually like... It, it was Magic Cop. Magic we Cop, like, yeah. Like, is this actually his uncle? Wait, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, and half the rips I watch of Hong Kong movies, I can't read the goddamn subtitles because it's from a, yeah. a VCD. <laughs> Dude. Oh my god, yeah, those are fucking rough. Like, I was watching uh, Underground Banker. Yeah. That one, whew. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I can't even read that shit. Because, like, I, especially when it's on, like, a white, like, there's yeah. a white background white, or something. White on white, yeah. Because yes. they don't, what like, the- outline their subtitles. <laughs> That I've was seen some big through. companies that do that shit. Yeah, yeah. trauma. <laughs> Outline your shit, please. Outline. <sighs> Make it yeah. yellow. Jesus Christ, anything but white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but... Drop shadow, you know, fucking, you know, anything would work. But yeah, sorry, John. No, you're good. Shrimp Doll asks, what's the longest movie y'all have watched? Also, are there any long movies you never want to watch? <laughs> Philosophy oh God, yeah, of a but... knife. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have any interest in watching that, especially not if I have to flip the goddamn DVD. <laughs> no, it's not even a flip. <laughs> There's two fucking discs in that. It's sitting over here because I'm in John's room. Hang on. Where the fuck is it? They're Keep talking. Mess up the organization. He's gonna knock all my movies off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I get worried about that, anyways. Dude, <laughs> I built those okay. shelves. Who fucking discs? Nobody can see this, man. You know that. Right? <laughs> I know, but I'm showing spooky. Look, yeah, who fucking discs? I, I, I know. He brought it up. <laughs> I, I, well, you said it, you flip it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's I, I remember I thought of that because my Goodfellas DVD from Walmart that I spent five dollars oh. on yet to flip it. <laughs> that's incredible. I didn't, you know, that's, a, I'm glad you said that, Spookio, because I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen the movie that long. And it's like, oh, I have seen Blossom enough. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, you have. The yeah, longest I've seen, I think, is uh, Love Exposure, probably. Oh, mm. I need to watch that. But the runtime is daunting. It's four hours yeah. and a half. Get yourself some fucking. I'll watch it in pieces. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least it's better than Philosophy. <laughs> True. I watched Philosophy Enough on Netflix back in the day. Wild. <laughs> yeah, I did watch a lot of mo- I watched a lot of trauma movies on Netflix back in the day. It's so crazy they had a Netflix thing. Look, like Jack Hill 2, Coffee, Foxy Brown, Switchblade Sisters, Swinging Cheerleaders, all were on Netflix. Yep. Better times. Yeah. Now you got the fourth season of Stranger Things because we really needed that. <laughs> don't, even, don't even get me fucking started on the true crime docs. Fuck. Shit makes me mad. But anyway, let's get back to the question at hand. Longest movies that I've seen. How fucking how long is Scarface? Too fucking long. Yeah. It is long. <laughs> I love that movie, but every time I put it in. 
I take it back out because I'm like, how long is this? Do we really need that montage of with the tigers? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, it is. It's long, but it is. Yeah, I mean, it's worth the watch. Godfather um, is also like four hours, like three hours long, I think. Yeah. Oh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Oh, yeah, that one's pretty long too. Yeah, that one's really good. Oh, so <laughs> it's hateful eight's it. pretty long. Yeah. All Tarantino stuff is yeah, all long. Tarantino. Yeah. Like he made Reservoir Dog at ninety minutes, and he's like, "Fuck it, four hours." <laughs> That's <now."> it. <laughs> to the point where he had to make Kill Bill one and two. <laughs> Are there any long movies you never want to watch? The first thing that came to my mind when I read that was the extended cuts of like the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh yeah. Oh my! Any of those? I don't want to watch an extended cut of Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, or <laughs> Batman v Superman with your Snyder cut. Eat my ass! <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Warhol movie of him just filming the fucking uh, what was it? The fucking it's a he's building. He filmed a building. He's got. Like... He just filmed. Sorry. No, I was gonna say he's got like twelve hours of someone sleeping, twenty four hours oh of a building. God. He's got a bunch My, of those. Michael Snow, I had to do a project on him in high school. He's a Canadian artist, and I put that in quotation marks. One of his <laughs> movies was just him filming a goddamn window for f- an hour. Oh my god! I just—that's awesome. That's a great movie. I know somebody who gave that like a five. Is that the movie where it's like something does happen at like the very very end of it or something like no. that? No. <laughs> What a, I know of this, but I feel like there was a reason I know this. It's called Wavelength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this. Yeah, maybe oh. something happens. I don't remember. It's not like no. something the audio. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, like I something think the audio like audio out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like isn't like the audio like ear piercing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's why it's known because it's just oh. like it just gets louder. I have louder. an answer, but I, I feel bad. Oh, a friend of the show. Is friends with this person. Uh oh. I love fun. you, Bruce Longo. But mm. I don't oh watch my David God. the Rock Nelson movies. <laughs> yeah, oh, me neither. Holy shit. Devil Land is Longo. four hours long. There's one of his movies that's like six fucking hours. I know, no, man. I don't want to watch the extended cut of Sh- uh, Dick Shark either. True. Seven oh, hours God. long. <laughs> but yeah, Dave, Dave the Rock Nelson, man, I don't need a strange man yelling at his camera <laughs> for four hours long while throwing toys at his friends who are probably stranger than him. <laughs> I don't know that. Again, shout out Bruce Longo. Yeah. yeah. Love Bruce Longo. But uh, thank oh, you for, all for the question. Next up is Zombies 8 Egan. Wait, did you answer the question, John? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking brain dead. Sorry. You keep botting yourself against the chair. That's probably what's wrong with you. you what? Every time I look over, you're just like, <laughs> on the back of the chair. If this was the open casket podcast, I'd have a word to describe Matt, but since it's the I'll, I'll restrain myself. Yeah, like you've never said it on this show. I, I probably did. You definitely have. First episode with you guys, I did a Chris Benoit joke. So that, that, that's the same episode when you said that. Those were different times. <laughs> 2021, back in my days, before the woke libs. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, zombie, uh, Zombies 8 Keegan says, Dear Butter Brethren and the Margarine Defiler. 
<laughs> I need you to postpone your butter hot tubs Twitch stream to help America. Oh, okay. Activision has reached out to you for help revitalizing their licensed games market with a series of small indie-style games based on popular underground horror titles. For example, Surgeon Simulator, but it's a guinea pig. Or an August Underground game where you're a crime scene investigator documenting the aftermath of locations in the movie. But they need more ideas. What other movies do you think could make for good games? Please, the fate of licensed games and probably even the world rest in your butter lathered hands. <laughs> I forgot Spooky was on this episode. Hi, Spooky. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand in the tub of margarine <laughs> and go Caligula on your asses. <laughs> and the Caligula uh, video game. Yeah, oh, oh, I would, oh, Mike, I would love that. The Emmanuel in America video game. You just jerk off a horse. It's jerk like, off the horse. <laughs> take bags. Take bags. It's called edging the horse. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what were those games where it's like you didn't actually play them; you just like selected things. Oh, those oh, point clicks. Porn. No, not new grounds. Oh, which that threw me back when in the Silas episode when you started talking about. The oh my god! Stuff. Right. Oh yeah. I knew what he was talking about. That Vin Diesel one. Great. <laughs> Uh, no, what was the if bat, there was like a Batman one? Is it is it just point and click? No, it's not point and click. It was like a big thing there. The Walking Dead had one. Oh, Telltale. Tell yeah, Tell yeah. A Telltale Manual in America game would oh be pretty God, sick. I would love that. White <laughs> oh, White Gardenia Simulator. You have to cut your finger. <laughs> It's like you have a meter that, like, you have to hit it at the right spot to get your finger. It's like those golf like, games where you just got the swing. <laughs> I would love that. Oh, God. The Barf Bunnies. <laughs> the Barf Bunny game. That would be great. That actually would be kind of <laughs> sick. A <laughs> VR game where you just have to shove food in your mouth and not throw up. <laughs> uh, Black Hearts Collector's Club would make a pretty sick game, actually. I would, uh, yeah. <laughs> All of Steven's, like, movies would make great games. Color me... Sp uh, color space... Time. Color, color, damn it. I want to see if he got it, man. Watch it. Oh, space it. blood red, but like in the what was that space game, uh, horror game? Dead Space, oh, Dead Space type of yeah. game, but with the color space blood red universe, that would be great. Dead beat at dawn, beat him up. Dawn <laughs> <laughs> beat him up. You gotta like... beat him up. <laughs> In the Dead Minute Dawn game, you gotta like find power ups to make Ben Beber not racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my not god, racist. No. he's not racist. <laughs> you gotta beat him into not being racist. It's a, it's a clicker game, but you have to press X to all his Facebook posts. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what about like a game like either you can either you can use either or. But like either Coffin Joe or Day of the Beast, where you have to go around doing as much evil shit as you can to oh, stop the end of the world. That would be great. like a postal type of game, but you're fucking Coffin Joe. That would yeah, yeah. that would be fucking awesome. I just got that Coffin Joe box set in, and <laughs> it's Jealous. gorgeous. Shh. I, I want it. I know. Excel <laughs> if they're Although, still available. I will say, Arrow, please just do split art 
on the discs. Why can't yeah. you just? Oh my god! Why do you have to make the reverse cover the other movie? <laughs> like, don't do that. Why do you have to yeah. make the reversible cover in the original language, and then I forget what movie I own because it's in Japanese and I can't read katakana. I've ever seen that video being like, ah, Spooky's complaining about nothing. And then I was reorganizing my shelf. I was like, what fucking movie is this? What, what movie is this? Is this, <laughs> is this Shogun's Joy of Torture? Or or Irizumi? Or Orji Zavito? Or Blind Beast also? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God damn. Arrow. I told the guy at the arrow table, he was like, we never got to complain. I'm like, maybe people don't have all your goddamn movies. That's true. Because all their Japanese stuff is just one next to the other, and I can't read shit. And they didn't just... used to do it, because I have some I... titles in English. <laughs> I have an idea for a game. This is this is the one. An LAH Jabber game. Oh. Where you go around fucking killing AIDS. people. Yeah. It's just GTA, but you give AIDS to people. That would be yeah. sick, dude. Love minus zero infin- equals infinity video game. It's just a try not to kill yourself challenge. Yeah, I was going to say it's just depression. <laughs> you have to take that drug, that blood vampire drug. <laughs> oh. oh, God. That would be so dark. Beautiful. Though. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And bleak, yeah. <laughs> but uh, don't watch you, it if uh, you're suicidal. <laughs> yeah, well, but uh, thank you, Zombies Eight Keegan, for the question. As always, I'll never. Every time I read his name, I cannot think about anything but the fucking Foo Fighters <laughs> dick cookie video he did. <laughs> oh my god, it's so it was, good! I think Amazing. I missed something. It was. <sighs> I don't remember. It's been a long time. He did a reel where it was just the, the opening of Everlong, but it was like a cookie. <laughs> That was shaped like a dick. <laughs> when it hits like the dwine, it was the cookie like baked in full crumb. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> we about fucking passed out. Last I watched that it shit. so many times. Oh. Uh, next up is Raw One, the real Raw One. Raw One. Raw One starts with Wow, Wow, Wow. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Matt, John, and Francis, which I don't know who Francis is. But... I don't know. <laughs> Time to get sleazy. The manual <laughs> set that came out last year feels like an unreal accomplishment for the world of cult film collectors. A Bro, real... I shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> then you got had to ship it, and then you shed another tear. Yeah. Like $20, $30? <laughs> 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 God, a real high bar for other companies to match. What would be your dream box set of your wildest imaginations? Who would release it? What special features would you want included? My pick would be a set called The Hidden Auteur, the complete works of Giuseppe Andrews. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. On 4K. <laughs> my recommendation is City of Life and Death. This is a very high budget war epic about the rape of Nanking that is almost as brutal as Black Sun, but with a much oh, higher production value and amazing black and white cinematography. Enjoy. What's the name of that movie again? Uh, the City of Life and Death. Uh, that's the growing list. I only <laughs> believe in the man behind the sun directed by Godfrey Ho. The other <laughs> ones don't exist. That's the box set, Godfrey Ho, the complete God- works. Oh, I would oh. I would come. <laughs> you come. 
<laughs> the first box that popped in my head is like it almost feels like it's like we've talked about this man too much now but it's yeah, Sato. oh yeah i thought you were gonna say brian pollen well no no but that'd uh, be sick too though yeah but sato i thought of sato too like just that's me that popped in my head too but the giuseppe andrews one is a fucking amazing shout yeah we actually would... talked about that one time matt like what it would look like and stuff like that yeah schizophrenia <laughs> well well it's like you know the arrow and like vinegar syndrome used to do these kind of boxes before they kind of started doing the side loader stuff where like it has like the top you can take mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. it could just be like a picture of giuseppe andrews and when you take the top off it's like all the characters like walt dongo and them like uh, mm. coming out of his head <laughs> vietnam ron is it ron yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I think it'd be sick, like, if the way you did that, too, is, like, have the front of the box look very, like, simplistic with his, you know, his face on it. Then when you pull it up, it, then it's, like, boom, mm-hmm. with all the artwork and shit. And the number one special feature would just be an interview with Giuseppe Andrews. Where is Giuseppe Andrews? Yeah, where are you? That would... <laughs> where are you? We need to find this man. <laughs> the so complete about... works of Jess Franco. <laughs> 200 Dude. goddamn movies. Dude, that would be insane. That thing would be huge. <laughs> Do not put it past Severin. That is um, true. The problem is you can't find the rights for half that shit. The yeah. 90s and 2000, the 2000 stuff shot on video, I want to see that was so bad. Just uh, where are they, Just though? the porn. Like... Oh. <laughs> Lulu's talking ass in 4K. <laughs> Millizin, get on that. Dude, that would be insane. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a box set because I mean Sato is like a go-to. Well, that but... one, Sato aside, like another one would be like Shozen Fukui with oh. Metal Days. <laughs> yeah, Arrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Arrow, Third Window. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you guys. They're they're they release that shit. They release like a bunch of stuff from like weird Japan. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm literally when that fucking Tuskamoto uh, box set dropped, John was like, dude! It's <laughs> yeah. beautiful. It is right really now. great. Mm-hmm. But, uh, God, it's a lot of I, Japanese I, stuff just because it's like, that shit's like hard to come by. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that Hong Kong stuff too nowadays. Like, I just, oh, yeah. Companies get on that while you can. Mm-hmm. Just by the way, if, if, seven, if Vinegar Syndrome's listening, that Hong Kong volume two there, we're waiting on that. Yeah, <laughs> please. I'm trying to think of one. It's kind of hard. Mm. Pull on your brother's box set. Let's fucking oh, go. Let's <laughs> get Terror Vision. Get on that. I would actually be way into that. <laughs> like, That'd be I'm so just... fucking sick. Yeah. But they got to include Sharkula in. Oh, no, 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 no. Just, just the two of them. Just the two of them. Sharkula never happened. Sharkula never happened. <laughs> what about a uh, fucking uh, Don Dollar box set? Oh, my. Mr. Parker would be in shambles. <laughs> Because it's his favorite director, right? Yeah, That's true. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's going to be like, I ain't watching Fading. <laughs> the complete works of Lucio Fulci in one Oh, set. my God. I mean, like, he has still has some stuff that hasn't, like, come out, right? Like, what is... There's a later one that I feel like hasn't ever really got, like, a real good release. I don't know. Yeah. What was it? Uh... House of Clocks? Oh yeah, I have that DVD. It's still yeah. it didn't after Shriek Show DVDs it didn't like move on. Yeah. There's another what one too. One? I can't think what of is it. Is it Hand of was it Hand of Death? Is that the name of it? Hand of Death doesn't really have a good release. Yeah. Like the nineties ones barely. 
Yeah. But like, man, like, even just Franco, just if somebody put out the shot on video, like, the shot on video box <laughs> of just Franco, because he made a sequel to Killer Barbies, which is apparently not that good, um, <laughs> in 2002. Oh, oh. Bruno Mattei, the shot on video years. <laughs> Oh, intervision! Get on that. We Get need a 4K of Mondo Cannibal. <laughs> we need an 8K. 8K. <laughs> Brumate in the Philippines. Oh, yeah, oh, that would be great. We need that that's... stuff tape killer in 4K. Like, like you're talking about, like the Jess Franco, like, like having a box set of all of his movies, right? Like, honestly, like when you look at like the Doris Wishman set through Agfa or like the sets, doing it that way we could not would not be a terrible idea yeah it would just like logic it wouldn't make it would never happen because that's no. 15 different companies own the rights of those mm. and it's the oh, same yeah. thing with like lucio fulci dario argento like well dario argento arrow pretty much has his entire goddamn catalog at they this do. point i don't yeah. know why they don't do a box set of it might be just like company stuff i think sometimes like, like nowadays people aren't like interested in box sets when it comes to like stuff that's been like widely available, yes, yeah. I mean Severin for all the shit we can give them, they have the best box sets in the game. That's actually yeah. what I was gonna say. It's like I don't always love the way they put them together. Like Danny Milligan said, I don't love the sleeved discs. I, yeah, Emmanuel's the same way. I don't like, but at the same time, how else are we gonna do twenty four discs? Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> but they always look great and like they put a lot of work into them. And the packaging yeah. is always really cool. So Vinegar <laughs> yeah. Syndrome, I wish they still do that open because the new Forgotten Gialli, which I pre-ordered, is like those sleeves. I don't like that at all. I don't like that. Fucking stop giving Wait, me the boxes. The new Forgotten Giallo sets like that too? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they switched match. over to the, the slot, like the Maiden in the Hong Kong one. Yeah. It's not the end of the world for me because the first set, I just have the one... Um, Blue oh, the single disc. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, I think about like the way they look together, and it's just gonna throw it all off. Oh yeah, it is. Mm, I'm gonna piss okay. people off. I have my Camille Keen to hold them together. The Camille Keen box set with uh, <laughs> Sex of the Witch. You guys' favorite movies. <laughs> Fuck that movie. It's I haven't fun. seen it yet. It has the same cover, exactly the same cover as Beleft, the Demon of Incest, which is a movie Severin put out, and it's actually <laughs> a decent little. I recommend Beleft, Demon of Incest. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I would... There's, there's a lot of box sets that, you know, would be awesome to have, but some of these are straight up like fever dreams, you know? Or my but... favorite one coming up, Short Shits from John. <laughs> no, the Cinema. It, wouldn't call that a box set, but... <laughs> what, 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 what? Yeah. Oh, Matt showed it. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> one day we'll have it. It's coming. Yeah, it, it is coming. Yeah. Um, but thank you, Rye One, for the question, as always, yes. and the recommendations. Keep them always coming. We appreciate you. Even if I sang the worst Iggy Pop song of all time. Well, is that true? I don't think that's true. I don't know. He essentially had a line on one of his last albums recently where it was like, fucking, I'm, he, he might as well have said, I'm the shit, I'm farting. <laughs> I'm he a might as well have dropped a man. <laughs> he might as well have said that. I was like, he was God. a people poop man, so you know. I know one song from him. <laughs> I know Bruh. the passenger. That's it, Bruh, You gotta listen to some Iggy Pop, dude. <laughs> listen, listen to the Stooges, man. Yeah, the Stooges, the Idiot. I'm gonna oh. listen to the Rye One. He's the real Rye One. 
Don't listen to that song. That song is awful. That song is really bad. Next up is someone named Francis. Yeah. The fuck? Say his last name for him. Actually, don't. I want to be a teacher and I don't want my future students to find this. Would you like it's to discuss a, it... our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? No, absolutely not. No, not absolutely not. Fuck that. He's looking at me right now and I don't want to speak to that bastard. Especially not in this episode. Yeah, he's yeah, a no. bastard. This doesn't have a real father. It's true. That way, you know? Yeah. All the orphans yeah. in the world aspire to something great, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Next up is carl.kr.07. Well, before we move on, like, I just want to thank Francis. <laughs> <laughs> What would you consider your least favorite genre slash subgenre? And what is, in your opinion, the most, in your opinion, the most acceptable film from said genre? Hmm. 2000s comedies. <laughs> <laughs> now, man. My favorite super bad. Really? I don't One really of my favorite bad. movies of all time. Really? I grew up with it. Oh, fair enough. It speaks <laughs> yeah. to me on multiple levels, and I know it's very quotable. I don't know. After we watched uh, Emmanuel and the Last Cannibals, I was like, I don't know how much I like cannibal movies. Yeah. It's the only cannibal Italian cannibal movie that matters. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love Cannibal Holocaust and Cannibal Ferox, but like every other one I've ever seen, I'm like, I just don't dig on this oh, genre, Come on, man. Mountain of the Cannibal Gods. Uh, oh. Dinosaur Valley thing. I do like that one, Massacre of Dinosaur Valley. But that's almost not even a cannibal movie. That's just like a, yeah, an action an movie. Yeah. Mondo Cannibal. Well, well, I mean, come on. That's, that's just Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> cannibal Holocaust, if you know, Cannibal Holocaust dropped a few uh, IQ levels. <laughs> Of course, you know, movies like Cam Hawkins, it's okay, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's better than right. Ball, though. And the Bruno Mate cannibals. really had a message. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Also, like, zombies. Oh, I'm not a big zombie guy. Yeah. It's I mean, tough I... because. Oh, sorry. No, it's a yeah, zombie film. There's Lucio Fulci zombies, there's Romero zombies, yep. and then there's Claudio Fergasso and Bruno Mattei's zombie <laughs> movies. That's right. <laughs> My thing with like zombie movies is like there is a lot of great zombie movies, but there's so fucking many shit ones. Yeah. That's just like I just can't I can't do it. Honestly, like, ten to twenty twelve the asylum because of the big boom of the walking dead were shitting out <laughs> a zombie per month <laughs> fuck dude in particular like like modern zombie movies i just can't i just don't get motivated to watch them like i know they're no. like i hear great things about some of them and it's just like i just can't bring myself to like care and i know that's terrible but yeah, and the debate is it infection or zombies? It's the same no. thing. It's the same thing. The yeah, is the last great one I've seen there. We didn't watch that because it was just like it's a zombie movie. Yeah, it's great though. It's sex. Uh, it's uh, rapist zombies. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard it's rough when it comes kind to that of shit. Like Rape of the Dead, which is probably some of the worst zombie movies ever. Thank you, Machine <laughs> Girl. Machine Girl director. Oh, oh is that was... Noburo? Yeah, based on a manga by your favorite, Uziga Waida. Oh, hey. shit! And he, he plays a zombie in the second one. 
<laughs> yeah, he could make one. up the first one. <laughs> he could make up the first one. He was too busy making a woman a toilet. He doesn't need makeup. He looks like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, another genre I'll throw out there. Like, there is, again, it, there's good movies in the genre, but fucking pseudo snuff. Mm, yeah, that oh might my be mine. Oh my I don't God. even like the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I can't really say that one because I think there are really good ones in that one. The thing is, like, when it's done good, it's done good. When it's yeah. when it's not, it is fucking horrible. Oh my, yeah. Unbearable. <laughs> uh-huh. like, I, have, I don't know. I have such a fondness for, like, the early 2000s, like, super extreme shit that's actually not very good. Oh, like the what was that one by that asshole? Uh, that asshole, <laughs> the one that Lionsgate funded. Oh, uh, murder set pieces. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm talking about stuff like I I piss on your corpse, I spit on your grave, and shit like that. Now you're now you're speaking my language. The hood has eyes. Oh lord! I need to see more of those. All of those, I piss on your corpses and shit. I really want to see somebody. Terrorvision. I'll pay the forty dollars <laughs> shipping to Canada. Hell, you know, uh, it's Eric Stanzi and uh, Saturn's Core put out Savage Harvest and uh, Scrapbook. Yeah. So there's a chance. Yeah, there is one. I still need to see Scrapbook. It's really good. I like Eric Stanzi a lot. Actually. Yeah. Savage Harvest is really good. It's really like almost feels Canadian due to the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that because we have a I'm not a better relationship with natives. Uh, natives, <laughs> <laughs> well, we do acknowledge them. Uh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's America. We don't. <laughs> yeah, you guys had other issues. <laughs> There wasn't a certain trail we put people on or anything. No, the pilgrims, the pilgrims came to America. They had Thanksgiving with the natives. And all, yeah. was, all was right all with was, the world. They gave, they, them didn't... A, they gave them a British turkey. <laughs> <laughs> there was no they blankets. No. Yeah, there's no smallpox. There's no trails. I don't know what you're all trying to get at here. <laughs> there's no Andrew Jackson. No, no, not at all. No. Christopher Columbus was wonderful. No oh, presidents yeah, ever had a, a penchant for those slave girls. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah. We're going to move on. Thank you, Carl, yeah. for the question, as always. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yes. Next up is the People's Mikey. Mikey McMortem. Yes. Go follow. Yes. It's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm excited yep. about it. He's the real one. It's the real oh, right one. Oh. <laughs> Howdy, my dudes and sleazy brother from the great white north. Yeah. So let me talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. So when are we getting that sexy calendar, boys? You three fellas and Herschel did get together. So what the fuck? <laughs> but anywho, seeing that this episode is a black is about a black Emmanuel, what is something that you would let Lord Gimser do to you that you won't let any other woman do? <laughs> Looking forward to the episode. I'm definitely prepared for lots of laughs. Enjoy the rest of the week. I'm hurt. I'm old. (laughs) I'm tired. I work with fucking children. Kylie Ray, NDA. Don't hinder gender. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Cheers. (laughs) Oh no. 
fucking yeah. Chris Jericho. She can goose milk me after some Taco Bell. I don't care. Oh. Laura Gemser in her prime? <laughs> God damn. I can be in the snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> just what? Like Laura Gemser just taking pictures of me as you're getting ruthlessly murdered. As I'm getting hot wax shoved down my throat. <laughs> yeah, God. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe. We'll get on that later. It's all for you, Laura. Oh, God. It's like the scene in The Omen where the lady hangs herself. It's all for you, Laura. You're getting lowered on the biggest dildo you've ever seen in your life, just ripping to shreds. It's all for you. I wouldn't complain one bit. Oh my god, no. I, I can't I can't say I have that same affinity for Laura Gimser. She's a very lovely lady. I'm sure she was a wonderful human being and I respect her. I do too. <laughs> Spooky was looking respectfully. Uh, sometimes respect comes with a busy hand. <laughs> <laughs> now that quote needs to be on your fucking tombstone. <laughs> It'll be on my shirts if I get unbanned from Breath Bubble. <laughs> but uh, thank you always, people's Mikey. You are the best. Yes. Mick Mortem. Go follow. Go follow. Sorry, I have a guest. I have a guest on my lap, so. <laughs> Next up is Shock and Schlock. Ugh. It's <laughs> you can't get away from him. Yeah. He's 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 in my window right now. Like, <laughs> he's just behind your fucking chair with a gun. Just kidding. He's American. He doesn't have a passport. <laughs> That's kind of true. I don't. So I don't either. No, none of you do. I know. <laughs> Greetings, fellow butter loving citizens, and my stank ass hey, nephew. Lloyd, <laughs> all right, Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> That fucking intro. In the spirit of the episode, what is your favorite sexploitation film? This can include adult films if you choose. <laughs> when will Lil Pickle be performing? <laughs> and for nephew, please say Baba Booey. Love you all. Now get to work, you Donald Farmer hating bastards. Spooky gets the day off due to being a Don sympathizer. I am. Sympathizer. I wouldn't say a fan. But I would say a sympathizer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm still angry about Shark Exorcist. I know. Right? Oh, God. It was such a roller coaster because we met him. I was like, you know what? I feel really bad. He's a sweet, wonderful human being. Then we watched Shark, Shark Exorcist. I'm like, no, fuck him. I'm done. No, 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 I'm a man. Why? <laughs> I'll never forget. On He's the way an old home. pervert and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> on the way home after we watched that shit i swear to god i got a message from one of our listeners mr cole he was like what the fuck is a shark exorcist you don't want to know you don't i was like i was like no you don't want to know bro i went into horrible. that one so hopeful too because like ever said we Why? just met him we just it's met called him. shark exorcist well herschel was bigging it up well, he, of course he's going to. Too. It's not a mark of quality. I know, but like we just met Don. I was Nintendo like, you know what? Seal of approval. I was, I was like, I'm in the right frame of mind. If I'm ever going to like a Donald Farmer movie, now is the time. Because I'm, I'm riding the high, baby. 
Should have watched Vampire Cop. I bought that. <laughs> you did. We watched Shark Exorcist. I tried said... watching it, but I watched a wrong cut because SRS, instead of, you know, letting you know oh. which cut it is, was new uh, sex or blood. Oh, my God. Like, I remember I messaged Herschel. I was like, which one is the right cut? <laughs> Thank you, Ron. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why'd they do that? I got <laughs> Did you watch? Did you watch that version? I tried. I I I I couldn't. I watched the wrong version where the audio cuts out. I'll never forget. Like when I picked that up, Classic I was like, <laughs> and I looked at Letterbox. Mr. Parker was like, it was like a one star. Oh, the, the, it was like the original cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I was like, oh boy. The re- I love that it's the original cut too. It's like that was Don's cut. Yeah, that was Don. Don't ever <laughs> let Don behind audio editing ever. No. Man no. needs to buy a mic. <laughs> can, I'm a slight Don sympathizer. He can but... he can like wait a week until he buys his next Jack Daniels hat and just buy a mic instead. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, favorite sexploitation film. We haven't even answered the question. Oh yeah, uh, Emmanuel oh. in America. <laughs> that was pretty good. It is really good. Yeah, uh, spoilers. I don't. I mean, I'm sure I, if I sit here and thought long enough, I'd probably come up with a different one. But uh, got letterboxed. I'll go. That's Singapore, true. Yeah. Singapore Sling. Is does that count? I mean, it's a. I would say so. Nice. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say it definitely counts to you know at least to an extent. He says um, adult films count. So it's oh like, yeah. Oh well. Well, yeah. the image by um. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a good that one. Yeah, really good. Uh, have you Sinner. ever seen Thundercrack? No, I have. I need to watch that. Yeah, that was. I'll add it one. to my watch list. It's long, though. Be prepared. It's Synapse put that out, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's long and it has some of the most unattractive people ever having sex. <laughs> I'm used to that. I have mirrors. <laughs> I have mirrors. <laughs> We will get into unattractive people having sex later in the episode with I one of these I don't movies. know what you're on. Uh, All the we'll people are it. lovely and attractive. Uh, look, I'm a looker. I'm happy as a clown. <laughs> oh, God. I love um, Ben's back. <laughs> one I'll throw out there so we don't harp on Sato anymore. Um <laughs> Is uh, sugar cookies by Lloyd Kaufman? Oh yeah, yeah that one's really good. Yeah. Oh uh, the, wait, no, no, I got another one. So, yeah, the, telephone the one. You yeah. still need to watch that one. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it is really good. It's insane, but it's great. <laughs> I mean, not my favorite, but blood sucking freaks counts, right? Yeah, I'd say so. I like night dreams, night dreams. Oh, night dreams is fucking great too. If we're going like. Adult pornography, uh, memories with him as Aggie. Yep. yep, that's a banger. Also, the one I covered uh, on the Jamie Gillis episode. That I <laughs> Yo, <laughs> opening Misty Beethoven. That's Misty awesome. Beethoven did get opened a that's lot. A title, man. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not the worst title I've heard for Ronica from that like era. Hot yeah. Summer like, City. Was like there's that one's like the violation of Claudia. <laughs> Oh, like, um, shout out Just Franco, The Rape of Linda. Mm. Jesus. Oh, fuck. How would we not say Story of Prunella? 
<laughs> oh my god. They're fucking the shit out of her. <laughs> Someone, I want to say it was Raw one, watched that after we reviewed it and did not have the same uh, enthusiasm uh, I, I had for that one. I want to watch it just because that bit, of, that was probably my favorite episodes you guys did uh, last year. Because just, I was watching it, listening to it recently, like going to school and just the part where John's like <laughs> trying not to laugh. They're fucking the shit out of me. I know those men. They're fucking the shit out of me right now. <laughs> Phil Prince is a lunatic, dude. I love We're him. back to him for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. I love Phil Prince. Oh, God. Your podcast is really just covering the goblins of cinema. <laughs> it really is, dude. <laughs> Joe DiMato. <laughs> Joe DiMato. Sato. <laughs> So, uh, we, we're just missing an Uzigawada episode. <laughs> oh, no. We do rape zombies in Mayshan. Oh, <laughs> don't do that. The first one is not that bad, but man, that series get rough. Wycock, <laughs> it's not a series. It's not Bro, a series. There's five. A... God! I think they have six now. There's a new what? one, I think. It's like that uh, witchcraft Why? series. Oh, oh my god. god. Witchcraft 14. You're like, wait. Wait, what? <laughs> but uh Yep, there was six. Last one was in 2017. That goddamn Tomomatsu, you deviant. <laughs> he directed Eat the Schoolgirl, which is good. Stacy, yep. which was decent. I like And then girl. he went into a fucking rape zombies. Yeah, I was, I was looking at that guy's filmography recently. He did something I was like looking at. Didn't he do? Oh, I was about to. Never mind. He did a lot of Pinku, I think, in the nineties yeah. or yeah. Gen, yeah, some JV. He did uh, some great. <laughs> I tried mm-hmm. to type and eat the schoolgirl letterbox and just typed eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's your work text. <laughs> <laughs> he types that in and immediately erases it. Like I can't do that. Yeah. Are you coming to work? No, I have to talk about Mondo movies. <laughs> I have to talk about racism. <laughs> Italian racism. The hell was I saying the other day? I'll never forget when we. I sent you that poster. Be like, oh, we're talking about the Mondo films. You're like, ah, oh, yes, yeah, Italian racism. I, that, I, I love. I Scissor penis. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what he did. <laughs> Error four 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 released that. Yeah, it's yep. coming out. Yeah, let's With the, go. Which shout out? It's funny that we're talking about that while Herschel was talking about it because Error four 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 is putting out Run and Kill, which yep. is one of the most notorious like beloved Cat three movies of all time. Herschel is like, oh hell, they're putting out Scissor penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh? <laughs> His, his priorities aren't. <laughs> I was like, I'll I never was laughing forget. my ass off. I was like, this man's gonna buy scissor penis and not running. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna buy either because I'm still waiting on them to release a goddamn regular edition of any of the movies they put out. Similar stuff's up now, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, you've yeah. Twenty five dollars shipping. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Spooky. They're a good company. Oh. I know. Yeah. They release some amazing stuff. Not that I have any. <laughs> I have them all. I kind I of dedicated to... Yeah. Even yeah. if I had to buy a scissor penis, I'd kind of dedicated to like buy them all. It's your new massacre video. You're just waiting for them to release their version of Alien Beasts. Yeah. The Japanese Alien Beasts. 
Well, I'm still with oh. Visual Vengeance. They've done two now. <laughs> oh my god! Sasquatch and Lycan Colony. Oh, Rep- yeah. Fucking Replicator. Oh my god! Replicator was so bad. <laughs> Herschel put that movie over so hard as it was so fun. I wanted to fucking die <laughs> when we were watching that. It was horrible. Yep, sounds like a Herschel five to me. <laughs> oh. But, uh, like, yeah, I think it's like, <laughs> I, I love you, Herschel. And a lot of times, like, there's a lot of times you do get it right. And there's, and there's times that makes me want to fucking put you through a table. You say that, but what did he <laughs> give Garfield? Oh, my That's God. That's true. He gave like a three and a half or something like that. Oh, I really <laughs> want to say the word. <laughs> <laughs> don't think it, don't say it. <laughs> we are covering that on a future podcast, by the way. Teaser, the Bye Bye Man episode. Oh, okay. shit. oh I know. I was there for that conversation. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Herschel. If we shit on you. Yeah, we, we, we love, love you. you. Uh, and I believe, make sure I haven't missed nobody here. There's one more, but sometimes this shit does fucky things. Yeah, I was just, looking at that earlier. Just loops them until you find one you missed. Yeah. Let me... Let me just go through this. Yeah, because it's I'm still hitting the plus button. Yeah, there's a few more. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I... Next up. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a long episode, but yeah. Yeah. I'm not working tomorrow morning. I am hey. but not morning, so <laughs> good. Splattered plastic. Mm. Who I believe is a first time uh, questionnaire. I think so. First time caller. Yep. <laughs> Hell, 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 hell. And I immediately <laughs> fucked their question up. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Really representing the Sick on Cinema brand well. <laughs> hey, fellas. Binge listened to you over the last two weeks and loved every minute. My question is how far is too far and what are your limits? Cheers from sunny Liverpool, England. Oh, oh England. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually gonna say it's like I hope they ain't got to the episodes where I was talking about Peppa Chalk. Oh <laughs> no, mate is Australian. Oi! How's that how's that Liverpool? Isn't Liverpool like the ca- stabbing capital of England? Is it? Yeah, I think so. That's where Good the deals are from. Yeah. <laughs> Good it's luck, listener. Stabbing <laughs> capital of England. And they that seems like the name of a song. <laughs> It's one of your shitty fucking grindcore song that you like for some reason. Uh, London capital stabbing. Don't you shit on my music? Albums that are not safe for life. Yeah, because I don't want to listen to any. That's kind of true, yeah. Power electronics is a, is a, is a thing. Yeah. It's a genre. I'm a poser for power electronics. <laughs> My power electronics was sticking a fork in the fucking plugs. <laughs> That's not where I thought that was going. I thought it was sticking something at somebody. I was like, oh. Ooh. What was the question again? <laughs> uh, how, how far is too far? And what are your limits? Uh, if a movie's British. <laughs> That's not even true. I know. <laughs> I love British cinema. So you can say, we really never talk about fucking what's his butt. Pete Walker. Pete Walker, yeah. What's his butt? What's his butt? <laughs> oh, uh, God. I mean, I don't know. Like, like a limit. There's difference. Because, like, I don't have a... I have a limit, of course, but, like... Breast milk. I don't not like breast milk. That's actually shoot. <laughs> yeah. I am grossed out by breast milk. I know that's yeah. terrible. Damn. 
Yeah. That's the only dairy product I consume. <laughs> I know it's from a, the source. Uh, <laughs> I know it's a beautiful life-giving thing, and like a mother feeding a child is a beautiful thing. But like when I'm watching a movie, they're just spraying people with breast milk. I get real. Oh, visitor cute. Yeah, man. That was the movie that made me realize. Like, uh, it's, it's my favorite scene. I laugh my ass off. <laughs> when that kid was swimming in the milk, I was like, oh. <laughs> the shit, the shit from the corpse wasn't. Was no. I was good with that. <laughs> She's with. Don's guy's moral straight. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what I was kind of getting at. Was like, because like real death don't really bother me or anything like that. I don't want to watch it. No, yeah, me neither. I think that's like my limit, I guess. If I had to put one real death. Yeah. Don't. It's like, it don't bother me. So it's like, is it really my limit? But like at the same time, I did enjoy Roscoe. And I mean, the, most of the cast in that movie is dead people. It's That's true. true. That dude like just flings that dead baby around like it ain't oh, nothing. God, dude. Uh, <laughs> He's like, look at this ugly little bastard. <laughs> like, God. Uh, I guess the more like the rare a dead person, I don't really. Yeah. At least Orozco or has. It's a documentary that's interesting. Dude, this is gonna sound terrible, but I was like, I'm gonna watch Rare Dead Person finally after looking for it for so long. And I about fell the fuck asleep. <laughs> I was so fucking like it bored me, man. I couldn't help it. I was like, oh. the first banana box movie I bought was Mute. Mute. And I, I tried Urschel. <laughs> There's the limit of dead fetuses I can take. <laughs> yeah. Not even the dead fetus part. It's just it's so goddamn boring. <laughs> I mean, I think that was Urschel for me. This has been the Comedy Central roast of Herschel, apparently. I mean, um, it was the Comedy Central roast of me whenever he was on. So. Sure, sure. <laughs> that is true, yeah. Favor. <laughs> yeah, like, at least for this mute is like, at least you're seeing, you know, this like, you know, oddities, like almost like collection and shit like that. Whereas like Rare is just filming this dead, like a dead person for like 30 minutes, then it's the next person. It's just like, uh, well, it's like even like some like junk films though it's like i can't say it's like the most interesting thing in the world but there are interesting moments in it yeah mm-hmm. what comes to like sorry huh? i was gonna say as long as it's like consenting adults yeah i think it's all right i may not want to watch it but <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what like those japanese porns that rely on uh, sexual assault that might mm. that's a limit for me yeah, I'm not a not a fan of that. It's pretty fucking bad. Um, I recently watched one of those the, the LPS movies. Yeah. Oh, did you watch I it? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! You, you didn't? You tell me about that? I don't remember. Yeah, John yeah, I five. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. I don't know. That's I, I how can I say know this? It's fake. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get at. It's like, it, 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 yeah, it was pretty rough, but it still seemed everything seemed like fake to me. So, yeah, it got yeah. a lot of lore around it that I always thought to myself it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you know the way you know, Jonathan Doe talks about it. It's like it, it, a lot of it has to do with like w- w- it's, it all depends on the person. And I feel like with you know a lot of people in the community, it's always like it's like if it's legal, whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I, I don't judge people who are just curious about that type of stuff because it is a part of the underground. It's just not personally something I'm interested in. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah. I feel like for us, it's just more like 
our limit it's like whatever we just want to watch i guess mm-hmm. yeah. what we're willing to sit down and actually try to watch yeah. Less, it's, I would have yeah. said shit but i've seen so much shit that <laughs> yeah, maybe probably. snot snot is still or eyeball licking mr no. Sato. i was gonna say you're out of the problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not fan of that either it yeah, is pretty heinous know. Like, we watched Midori for the anime episode. That scene was the one scene that, like, bothered me the most. (laughs) I have a a theory about, like, Japanese adult stuff, especially the Pinku stuff, since, you know, it wasn't hardcore. I feel like a lot of the Japanese fascination with licking just comes from the fact that you can't lick a genital. Mm -hmm. So they kind of use everything as an alternative to that. So that's why, like, the... The the tongue licking that you see in a lot of Japanese pinku, the tongue licking, the feet licking, the uh, underwear licking. What's well, even like? I think like like tentacle stuff and like the blue girl. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just because they need to find an alternative to genitals. Yeah, it's it's probably yeah. You're probably on the money with that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's very, it's a very interesting question, but I guess it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if I've personally like, like I've surpassed my limit at this point to to the point where I, I kind of become numb to some shit. It's like originally like something like, uh, what was the name of that fucking movie? It was, it was. A, we did it for one of the ruffies that killed the podcast. Oh, <laughs> intrusion, intrusion, almost yeah, that. that's at a convention. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> it's like originally that was like my limit because it was like oh you know this just feels too real and it's very you know it means a rape porn yeah. but it doesn't sound lovely no it's not and it still fucks with me like thinking about that movie but at the same time it's like at this point I've seen worse shit mm. so it's not it doesn't have that levity or not levity like it doesn't have that like power over me as it once did, did tell me about a scene in mordom which put me off from watching that even more mm. the ending i don't know what it is but it includes a body double uh, well a fake yeah. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. the ending yeah that's just yeah, rough <laughs> yeah so that puts me even more off watching that because that might be a little too far for me personally yeah, respectable. Yeah. yeah. I think if even I Vogel like in it, retrospect. I'll just, yeah. I'll just if I ever watch it, I'll just probably end the movie before that. Yeah, I again I understand. Uh me and John were going to we were good for him, like, oh we're watch the whole trilogy tonight. And we that thing came on, we were both like, Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's gnarly, man. It's a oof, Mortem is a gut punch and a half. And <laughs> we we'll have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I still want yeah, to watch it's, it's it every like, once in a while, though. I know that's fucked up, but it's like, I enjoy that, like, visceral punch. I'll get them eventually. I'll watch them. Fuck. Makes yeah, you feel alive. Hate me after that, but hey, I'll watch them. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to think of Breaking about, like, Con, the last... Mortem, let's go. Hey, It'll let's be go. better than Shark Exorcist. That's true. That's true yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you like, I know you don't love the first one, so you're probably still going to not like it but uh, probably not <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but it's i can tell you i can tell you you won't think it's as bad as shark exorcist that's for oh, fucking no, no no or the other movie we watched that weekend fuck <laughs> talked about that i made an entire five minute rant on my video oh dude and it's shift kiss but 
All I gotta say about that movie right now is don't think it, don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Splattered Plastic, for uh, asking a question and for listening. Uh, yeah. we're, we're happy to have you aboard. Thank you, Hoy. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> yeah, he left a long time ago. <laughs> Sunny England. That's 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 a, not true. <laughs> Next up is Space Ghost Andy, coast to coast. Coast to coast. Anything you sweet southern boys are looking forward to this year? Film, music, etc. Death. <laughs> and keep Man. eating those convenience store burgers and you'll fucking <laughs> I've really been into the uh we have these uh microwavable dumplings that I've really been into recently. Yeah, I just want to remind everyone that he has access to food he can bring to work and you know eat there, but he he chooses I feel to Every time I go to work, I'm like, you know what? Subway it is. <laughs> I don't even like Subway, but I'm like, yeah, I can order it online. I don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. A lot of, I think my number one thing right now is Singapore Sling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very Singapore Sling. Yeah, I'm just like, let's go. Let's go. Modern, modern movies, Maxine is probably the... Maxine and Long Legs, which long I found... Doubt about because of a Dexter article, which is funny because it was like <laughs> two weeks into 2024 and they were like, This is the scariest film of 2024, according to fans. And then I watched well, yeah. the article and then I looked into it. And I'm like, Oh, that's actually that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Long Legs looks pretty interesting. Um, I, like, I'll, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania weekend this year. Oh, hell say. yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of crazy shit happening. We might get um, Joey Janela so, versus Ricky. Ricky Berwick, let's fucking go. Ricky, Ricky Berwitz, the yes. uh, YouTube? Yes. yes. <laughs> what? It could happen. <laughs> they might have a match. What? <laughs> yeah, they're having a feud online. Like, it's I know so you're, you're a wrestling guy. Go follow no. Joey Janela so you can see him fight. Well, now I am. He slapped Ricky <laughs> at a show. Yeah, and he hit... He fucking... Uh, he didn't just... He, did he slap him or did he just punch him? I don't remember. I don't know. He hit him and then Ricky ran him over into a door. Yep. <laughs> Pretty it's fucking great. Amazing. <laughs> spring break. Joey Janela's spring break. If Ricky that don't happen, Joey, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Dude, Dude I want it so Buy the pay-per-view if that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you buy a pay-per-view for wrestling. Uh, uh, Fight TV. TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, is it, I don't know if it, is it still fought no, elsewhere it's or ah oh, okay it's not even fought here now it's trailer yeah yeah <laughs> yeah let's talk about, about that a UFC pay per view in 2021 that was the last time I bought a pay per view I didn't even yeah, buy right. it. my friends bought them bought it I don't even want to get started on how you like the UFC the like, pay per view order thing right now because it'll be a rant that no one wants to hear besides <laughs> like a couple of people I just watched the fight and drank my friend's Coors lights hell yeah hell yeah Let's go. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to see what companies release this year too, because yeah. it's always cool to see new shit get brought to the forefront. I'm looking get forward that. to FrankenCon 2024. Yes. Uh, and if all goes well for me and Matt, that is, mm-hmm. if all goes well and according to plan, uh, we're going to be going to Cinema Wasteland in October. Yep. Oh, let's go. I'm so. jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to, like. I 
hopefully it does go well, but life is very unpredictable. So do not hold us hold us to that. Yeah, it's it's closer to me, but they always do it in exam seasons. Mm. Yeah, it's like either April or October. So it's like midterms and final exams. Yay! (laughs) Years, maybe in two years when I graduate. You can always bring your computer, your computer, and do classes at the hotel room. <laughs> Dude, in the convention, I'm getting signed by like Franken, Franken and Lauder, and I'm shot my Zoom class. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, Francis, is that your father? Oh no, no, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But uh, thank you, Space Ghost Andy, coast to coast. Yes. As always, the homie. The Big homie. Up. No, no. Big, big ups, Bebo. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, him not dying. Hell yeah. <laughs> Next up is Gumby Couch. <laughs> I just think about fucking Gumby. It even does make me laugh a little bit. I follow a Twitter page called um, Gumby Out of Context. <laughs> it's just frames from the show Gumby. <laughs> Pretty awesome. <laughs> What's like? What was that one page? Is like wrestling out of context, and it was like. Uh... It was evil and some guy I'm not going to mention. It was almost like they were fucking each other. Yeah, there's a lot of that in that age. <laughs> Sup, big bad butterborgs? Love that, by the way. <laughs> Let's go. I don't know if y'all even know big bad beetleborgs. That's from my childhood. but <laughs> I know the name, so. They had a ghost Elvis guy who looked like Jay Leno, who was like their advisor, and it was like Power Rangers. It was awesome. <laughs> and, you, and you wonder why John's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Rooster been <laughs> back on a body horror kick and was wondering if you have any thoughts on either an underrated body horror film or even a body horror that is top tier in your opinion. I also wanted to add that my question last episode was about Jimmy Scrimmaclaws was I forgot to mention MC Bushpig was in a group called Butcher's Harem. And Scream Claws made a video for them on a song, Snuff Porn Holocaust. Hell yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to the episode, you big bad beetle butter board boys. Can I get an all hell yeah? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, underrated or top tier body horror? Love minus zero equals in, equals infinity. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it counts. It counts. It does, sure. yeah. I mean, it's hard to do it with that question without talking about the goat of body horror, David Cronenberg. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, it's early stuff. I, I, I love man shivers and mm-hmm. um. Uh, I always forget the real title because again, Arrow Video put it out, so they came <laughs> from within. So that's yeah. Uh, what was the other title for that? I don't remember. It's a one word title. Yeah, Shivers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. The one that he did after Shivers with the porn star. Rabid. Rabid, okay. Yeah. yeah. Those two I, I adore. Mm-hmm. Videodrome. Videodrome. Yeah, Videodrome's... Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I saw I'm a big... Crash in the theater. Oh. <sighs> I love Crash so much. Crash is, like... that. Like, thinking you know, we were talking about earlier about just, you know, movies that, like... Yeah, uh... That not not it's not necessarily a movie that hit like oh it's my women or anything like that but that's a movie that like I was like yeah that bothers me <laughs> yeah I would I don't say like it's that. body horror too for sure <laughs> yeah a lot of body horror gets under my skin no pun intended yeah um, um I like oh. melt movies <laughs> yeah okay, street trash John yeah. John mm-hmm. um 
let's forget that Matt is here for a second. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Demon Wind. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> it's goaded with the sauce. <laughs> it's not a melt movie, but it just reminded me because Vinegar Syndrome also put that Australian one. Uh, oh, Body, Body melt. melt. Which Matt hates that too, and I like that movie a lot as well. Body <laughs> Melt. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun, dude. <sighs> and uh, an underrated one is Slime City. Like, have you seen Slime City, Spooky? No, I haven't. It's really good. Like it's Yeah, really, it's really wild. Good. I've barely ending... seen Street Trash because I've... Uh, I was tired after a convention when I bought it and I fell asleep like halfway. <laughs> Speaking of Sinet, Sinet's put out one that it's been a long time since I've seen it. It's called Worm. Mm. It's like this world where people don't dream and you can buy these worms to put in your ear that allows you to dream. But they're Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. I remember that being really good, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, it's, it's, that sounds fucking dope. Uh, yeah, it, like, well, I'm trying to think of like more underrated ones, and it's kind of hard. Because like I feel like some of the, like the you know the better ones are like you know seen as like top tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, genre that really is like just has a lot of great ones. Yeah. Again, it's like the fly, but that's Cronenberg again. Yeah. <laughs> Does the thing count? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing's Fox. The fly, the originals too. I really like them. They're funny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With Vincent Price. Anything with Vincent Price is always fucking great. I'd marry that man. <laughs> right now. Yeah, right now. I'll go to his grave. <laughs> kind of a we'll do ghost like, wedding. Uh, children should play with dead things. Oh, fuck. I just looked at a list of body horror and like one of the first ones that popped up. I'm like, I had no, no, need none of us say this. Tetsuyo the Iron Man. Oh, yeah. oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Both the first and the sequel. Mm-hmm. Well, most of Tuscamoto's filmography. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I will. I'll bring up one that is. Uh, I, I say it's pretty like like uh, underrated in the body horror you know genre. Uh, Ticks. Oh, I love Ticks so much. Yeah. Ticks is really fucking it, like it's got moments where it's like, oh god, I don't like that, but it's also uh, just really fun too. It's got your boy. <laughs> Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Oh, oh yeah, the man. And Seth uh, Green. Oh yeah, I forgot he's in there. Yeah. One for Chris Severed and Chris Severed only, because I think <laughs> we're the only two people who watch that movie, and I don't even like it. Uh, Blood Freak, the original, where the guy, um, it's a Christian Chicken. propaganda. Yeah, he turns into a turkey after he smokes weed. Yes, I have seen this. <laughs> and it's Christian propaganda. It's amazing. <laughs> This sounds insane. It's not good. No, it's horrible. <laughs> it's awful. The chicken mask is amazing, though. It is. And there's a scene where the guy just clearly read the, reads the script like on his table. It's <laughs> kind of like in the corn chucker. Oh, how can we have not talked about the corn chucker yet? <laughs> well, we don't have an opportunity. <laughs> That's body horror because his body is horrific. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Schmegma Pizza. Schmegma Pizza. <laughs> Thank you, Gumby Couch, for the question. As always, you rule. Yes. And last but certainly not least is vomitectomy. Yeah. Hey, guys. 
recently I got the Stephen Grishchuk Colors Trilogy, and I love them. Fuck yeah, let's hear it for the boys. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Stephen. Stephen. They had some very impressive gore and monsters. I also saw Faces of Death, which was interesting. <laughs> Bit of a switch, you know. <laughs> a comedy, according to John and Matt. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. We should watch that. A friend can con for the night. <laughs> the thing is, it's a little long for what it should be. <laughs> Just me drunk yelling at people dying. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you guys have any more splatter movie recommendations. I'm planning on getting Cryptic Plasm from Brian Pollen soon. Keep up the awesome podcast and stay gruesome. Hell yeah. I Brian Pollen's a goat. Planning on trying to get some Pollen movies. Shit, yes. Yes. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry, Maybe I could ship, ship them to some American friends and then they could, they could ship me the disc and the insert. Maybe we can do that, dude. In the mail. So it, can, it won't cost me 25 fucking dollars. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we can. Or maybe we won't, dude. Yeah. You'll just, just keep them. <laughs> Mine now, dude. That's <laughs> you already have them all. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, uh, blah, 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 uh, Saturn Score put out um, At Dawn They Sleep. Oh, yeah. I'll pick that up next sale for sure. Hell yeah. He's <laughs> fucking wild, too. Uh, splatter movies. Yeah, I'm trying to find some. Oh, Black Past I watched recently. Mm. Black, yeah, Black Past actually I think is better than Burning Moon. <laughs> yeah, Burning Moon kind of mid. It has one great <laughs> yeah. segment. Yeah. What's and like a I remember... very long one that's very terrible. Mm-hmm. What's, what, yeah. What's like I remember uh, you all uh, were like, oh, you know, Burning Moon's kind of, kind of mid. I remember I was like, what? No. And then rewatch, I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, because I loved Pretty... it the first time, but then, oof. Yeah. I had the exact same reaction to it. I'm going to look at another Inbox movie, fucking Premutos. Oh, yes. So good. Premutos is so fucking good. insane. Man, one that's mainstream that doesn't t- get talked about a lot in the splatter, it's Planet Terror from Robert Rodriguez. It's pretty damn good. Mm, yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot of that red stuff. Oh, that red stuff. Now, you're not on YouTube. You can say blood spooky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... five, five last demonetized video because I don't know why. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Fuck YouTube. Fuck. One that I didn't suicide. even like. Any like I didn't like love it, love it, but I did think it was pretty damn good. And the gore's fucking impressive as hell. Is darkness. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like that one. The movie's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> Um, out my bloody angel, dude. That oh. gets pretty fucking nasty. <laughs> it's disgusting. The whole movie's just gross. One that I think I'm like, I hear more and more people shit on it, but gutter balls. I like. Gutter oh balls. yeah, I like. Oh. Ron Nicholson's a hit and miss director for me, but he does always bring the gore. So yeah, very hit and miss. Famine, not <laughs> not good. <laughs> uh. I'll I'll throw out a another Sato movie, Splatter Naked Blood. Splatter Naked Blood. Let's yeah. go. It's got Splatter in the fucking title. <laughs> <laughs> you say you, you don't love that one? I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's not a great representation of his other stuff, but I still think it's a great movie. I need to rewatch it. Um... And yeah, don't go into it expecting Love Minus Zero. Go into it expecting more other I like stuff. Pleasure Kill more than Splatter, mm. which is the original. I I need to watch Pleasure Kill. I don't think I've seen that one yet. 
Um, but first Splatter movies, the violent shit series. Yeah, <laughs> first and the last one. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also did uh, Anthropophagus 2000, which is pretty fucking growery and fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Joe Diamato, let's go remake. <laughs> I talked about it earlier, but the, the Makuro trilogy, I highly recommend that. Really I that was really fucking good. If you're something like really low budget and like kind of shitty, but kind of awesome at the same time, Necro. <laughs> <laughs> The inhale production films. Oh, films yeah, out. they're finally coming out. They are coming out. I'm excited. Uh, uh, I mean, the Japanese one. We how can we forget a Tokyo Gore Police? Oh, yeah, yeah. Gore in the title. True, <laughs> very true. Anything about Necrostorm? Yeah, those guys are fucking crazy. One uh, being the yeah out of them. Oh, freak! Uh, oh yeah! Oh like yeah! Yep, yep. Father's Day. Oh, God, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I love Father's Day so much. <laughs> it's the fuck Manicus. <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch that. It's been there's it's been a lot a of stuff. Time. Like even like like uh, the editor has some pretty crazy kills in it, and it's a great movie. Oh, it is fucking Psycho Gore Man. Oh, that's also a great movie. It's so good. Yeah, Turbo Kid too for the red stuff. Turbo Kid, <laughs> oh, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> the red stuff, the blood, the guts, and the Turbo Kids. If you want to see a crazy low budget one, like to the point where it's like really just a bunch of guys, you know, with probably like pocket change making a movie, fucking uh, Slaughter Day. Yeah, dude, Slaughter Day is really cool. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, that movie's awesome. Also, like, I would not describe uh, Fulci's stuff as just splatter, but a lot of his movies are gory as all fuck. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of gore in the. Uh, shout out Daddy Byro, bouquet of guts and gore. <laughs> oh yeah, if you, want to, if you want to see literally bodies get disassembled. <laughs> Solomon, Song of Solomon. Yeah, and the Japanese guinea pig movies. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's some to pick from. Yeah, there's a few. We like gore. We like. We like the red stuff. We like the red <laughs> stuff. But uh, thank you, everybody, for asking questions. This was a long one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two hours and fucking... <laughs> it's been two hours of fun. It's been over two hours. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, my God. If you want to join these lovely human beings, it's easy to do. All you got to do is drop a line at sickoncinema at gmail.com or uh, follow us on Instagram. And the week of the episode, we'll post a lovely little picture that says we're taking questions. And you can ask in the comment section below. Yeah. Yes. This is going to be so fucking long. I need a drink. I got to pee. <laughs> so yeah. We're gonna, yeah. So we're going to take a short we're break. still recording? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't ended it yet. <laughs> we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about the Black Emanuel movies. Yes. So get excited. Yes. Can I see the word now? No, I haven't stopped recording. <laughs> we'll be right back here on Sick on Cinema. <laughs> What do you say? Four days of R&R at the beach. I'm in. She's in. I'm in. Sounds good to me. I got a bad feeling about this. They thought their vacation would be fun. They were wrong. Dead wrong. He's what's called a trophy hunter. Boom, 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 boom. Dad used to tell me that 
He'd hunted everything but man. Hey. was murder, the mutilator. And we are back here on Sick on Cinema. Yeah. To delve into the world of Emmanuel. Black Emmanuel. Black Emmanuel, technically. Not the <laughs> one. <laughs> Not the... Oh. No, I just goes... <laughs> What's happening, Matt? You all right? Yeah, it just like some, I just keep ending up talking over people, and I'm not trying to. It's <laughs> aggravating. I'm aggravating myself. You just keep bodying yourself against the chair. That's what's happening. The <laughs> 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 was me and Matt were talking about the other day. I was like, at this point, more people know what the Black Emmanuel movies are than even the original Emmanuel movies. So they might as well just be the Emmanuel movies. I mean, as they should. I mean, I've never seen any of the originals, so I can't really talk. But from what I've heard, it's just very, like, very just formulaic. Kind of like White Slave Trade, but, you know, French. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have a bias against them. So we usually start these kind of talking about our history with the you know, the movies we're talking about. And, and and since you're the guest of honor on this one, Spooky, and because this is your baby, these are your, you know, this is where your heart lies. My favorite movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. Where did, where did it start with you in Black Emanuel? Matt, I wish I'd remember, but I honestly don't. I think it started with the one, the myth, the the legend, Bruno Mattei. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first time I've, I saw Laura Gimser in a kind of Emmanuel type of role was through um, Women's Prison Massacre because I bought like the Scream Factory Blu-ray and I started collecting. And I really got like, first of all, her looks. She's beautiful. So uh, I really got like attracted to that. And then I was like, mm, I bet she was in more movies because, you know, the Italian film industry. And then I found out that she was in a bunch of movies with the title Emmanuel. So that led me to the um, depravity hole. And <laughs> for a while, I was just because, you know, I was horror guy, not sexploitation, not nothing. So the only one I really wanted to see was Last Cannibals because I liked Jungle Cannibal movies. So that one was one I really wanted to see. So I downloaded it back in the, Disney, the, 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 the days, I think 2012, 2013. So I was still like in high school. You do some fucking risks. Oh yeah, which might explain <laughs> why 
that movie had such an impact on me. It was like 16, so you know, those hormones were kicking in. And I downloaded a copy of Emmanuel and the Last Cannibal World. I watched it, I thought it was fucking bad. <laughs> and then I kind of forgot about it. Then a couple years ago, uh, my local theater does these nights, uh, one or two Saturdays a month, where they, if you're a member, you get to see a free movie. They do that as a way to not, you know, deal with um, paying the the rights, because technically, if you if you don't sell tickets, right, you're not profiting off the movie, so that's kind of a loophole, and they show <laughs> kind of forgotten, obscure movies i saw blazing saddle on 35 millimeters there i saw um bullet to the head by john woo like i saw a bunch of shit and one night they were playing emmanuel in the last cannibal world then i watched it in the theater with a group of people and i'm like okay that's good and that (laughs) led me to getting the black emmanuel sets from severin like in the early days of Severin where there were mm. DVDs and then I watched Sister Emmanuel and of course in between that I got Emmanuel in America because of Blue Underground and that was just cheaper to get back in the day in Canada on Amazon was like 10 bucks so I got in America and I think it's Emmanuel in America that really like changed my perspective on the old franchise that this isn't just exploitation. there's clearly something else behind those movies and that is Joe Diamato <laughs> and his deviancy. And that's kind of how I learned about Joe Diamato, and then I got more into it. And then Bruno Mattei, Claudio Fergasso, they all worked in this Italian industry, which led me to, you know, get more familiar with uh, those directors through kind of Laura Gemser. <laughs> it all goes back to Bruno. That's the thing with this. The goat. My life. <laughs> the yeah, fucking goat, um, Bruno. For me, it was just like I'd always heard about Emmanuel in America. It, you know, it carried a, you know, a reputation for being, As it uh, yeah, for being pretty fucked up. So, like back in the day when I was like really into like finding the most fucked up movies I could, it was on the list. And you know, I, it, it, I don't know. Remember if I even liked it? I just know that when it was over, I was like. Well, that was fucking wild, and it stayed with me <laughs> for a long time. Like I remember the scenes from that movie forever. So, <laughs> this is like for me, like the first time I've ever watched any of these. So, like again, I'd heard about them for a while, and uh, like it was honestly like watching, uh, you know, Spooky talk about them and um, watching. Jonathan Doe get all of them on Blu-ray just for it to fucking get him off set, which is a bit grim. Yep, I have a lot of Emmanuel's just laying around in my collection. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck do I do with that? Now? Do I really need the cheesy flicks edition of Emmanuel in the desert? <laughs> I don't. Will I get rid of it? Probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel you with a lot of shit. Like in my collection, it's like, it's like, man, do I even need this? No. I ain't gonna get rid of it though. Fuck that. Over my cold dead ends. <laughs> In a way, Emmanuel the Emmanuel movies are kind of like prime example of like the Italian like movie scene of that time period. But it's like this thing came out and became really popular. Capitalize, capitalize, capitalize. You yeah, know, like you can't copyright a name. 
No. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, yeah, they ripped off Emmanuel, like the French version. Because for people who don't know, Emmanuel is just a sexploitation film out of France in the early to mid 70s. That kind of became a franchise. And I think most of the listeners in their maybe late 30s, early 40s will remember these films airing on uh, Skinamax, uh, mm -hmm. H. I'm not too sure because in French Canada we had something called Bleu Nuit which was basically this TV channel, this like public TV channel who after a certain period of time would turn into Bleu Nuit and they would show sexploitation, softcore erotica for a while and they played a lot of the Emmanuel movies from France uh, the Black Emmanuel and the slew of 90s made for TV softcore Emmanuel, like Emmanuel in space. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? It wasn't it's just space. Leprechaun in space. <laughs> it's really Emmanuel there. Though. Yeah, Emmanuel uh, in the hood. That would be great. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm very familiar with the uh, the Skinamax Emmanuel movies. I spent some of my informative years scrolling through the the Showtime and Cinemax and HBO channels <laughs> after midnight. <laughs> I don't remember like in particular like Emmanuel, but we add like a, a channel in that sort in French, and they would play like softcore after a certain period of time. And I remember like watching it while my parents were like gone, but it wasn't like in Man in Emmanuel. It was just a, some random ass softcore fucking bullshit. <laughs> It's fucking wild. Like I like again. Like I grew up like kind of like post, uh, the like softcore like TV stuff. So, um, I, I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could see dick in pussy, <laughs> not just two bodies rubbing each other, and you're like, is he fucking his her belly button? <laughs> With some saxophone going wild over top of it. <laughs> That was a great, great era. It was. It was I remember times, finding my like my dad's VHS tapes of like something you ripped on TV that was exactly <laughs> like soft core, even hardcore. Sometimes that was fucking amazing. My twelve year old. <laughs> my dad had like fucking insane porn collection. He did. Like, That's oh he my God. From. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, he had, like, DVDs, VHS, magazines, all kinds of fucking shit. All genres and, and all times. Oh, and, oh yeah. Same like, here. I, I found my dad's porn stash. I was like, damn. <laughs> father, yeah. Father has a variety of tastes. <laughs> like, my dad would, like, buy shit just to laugh at it, too. Like, Sure. Like he's like no no, no. <laughs> like some of that shit that he would buy like I would just be like this is fucking ridiculous so I got that's definitely where I get that from me downloading fucking Edward Penis hands <laughs> picture it starts then, with Skin and Max it ends with Edward Penis hands <laughs> that's just the evolution right like that's just like that's what happened to all of us well it happened to me and not mad but start with. Skin of Max and ended up with Ruffies. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it starts with a little softcore film on TV, and then you watch Jamie Gillis shit on a woman. <laughs> you watch Goose <laughs> Milk. Evolution is a mystery. Darwin would be proud. It's true. <laughs> but uh, let's jump right into the Emmanuel movies. We're going to do these a little out of order than we normally do them, just because we don't want to end on White Slave Trade. <laughs> 
White Slave Trade was basically the producers telling Joe, you gotta fucking chill, man. <laughs> so, when you uh, watch when you watch both of them, you can really tell that that happened because the other two are fucking insane. There and we'll get into White Slave Trade. You know, we're we're gonna sandwich it in the middle. Um there there's like there was a part of it where there's like it, it's she's talking to her editor. And I'm like, this footage looks so weird. Like, why does this look so much different than the rest of me? It's because it's from The Last Cannibal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just reused it. They redubbed it. <laughs> Fucking wild. What the hell? There's, there's a lot of questionable dubbing in all of these, especially God. Cannibal. <laughs> Shit. Oh, it's, wow. like, it's like, I know like, most, like there's a lot of voice actors and stuff in like in Italian cinema. I could not even tell you what like they're, Laura they're Gims just, or Inez Emanuel is supposed to even sound like. They pulled a full cheat. They just got a homeless guy in New York to fucking voice act after shit. <laughs> There's a dude in White Slave Trade, the mechanic. I don't know if he even said words. <laughs> <laughs> like he was, just yeah, mumbled was, shit. Clearly <laughs> acted by a white person too. <laughs> but, uh, oh fuck. We're gonna start in 1977 with Emmanuel and the Last Cannibal. The only jungle cannibal movie that's worth talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's big true. Oh, God. Uh, maybe. Holocaust, what? Nah. <laughs> There's not enough pussy eating in that. This is a... <laughs> that's well. <laughs> Ferox? Nah, bump that shit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this one starts with a manual in uh, some kind of a mental institution. I don't. We're not. It's all women. It's a women's mental institution. <laughs> They and wanted she's... to vote. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got, which I love that in every Emmanuel movie, she has a new camera, like a new hidden camera. Like that's yeah. like it's like a motif of all these movies. And we'll get to the one that's my favorite uh, here in a minute. But oh my god, a, this one's a baby doll, and it's so obvious she's taking pictures with it. <laughs> Just like it blinks. I'm like, man. <laughs> <laughs> So while there, a lady bites off the booby of one of the nurses, and uh, she has a tattoo. I use that term mm-hmm. very nice. <laughs> above her pubis region, which they make sure to not say her stomach or anything. It's above her pubis region, which she doesn't <laughs> uncover until we see the pictures later on. <laughs> which belongs to a. A uh, tribe of cannibals that is thought to be, uh, is extinct the correct word yeah. for that? I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Emmanuel, along with our our boy Gabriel Tinti, <laughs> who's who is uh, a, what? What's his profession? Because you know he works at a museum. I don't know if he's an archaeologist or. That's the thing. All of these movies, you know, they need a goddamn archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> just happens to be Gabriel Tinty every fucking time. And they, uh, yeah. I thought he was maybe the night guard at the museum. Not in the museum <laughs> with Gabriel <laughs> So they journey, they journey out to the jungle and meet up with this missionary group of all things. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that makes <laughs> to, sense. Yeah. To find these, uh, to, to potentially find these cannibal tribes while also running into this other couple who are looking for something as well. They're so suspicious from frame one that it's <laughs> so obvious they're up to something. And, uh, yeah, the last 20 minutes they run into cannibals. 
so the mission where they go on the island got massacred by the cannibals, but only the one nun cares about that, and everybody kind of forgets that there was a massacre of an entire missionary group. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. He's just like, oh no, and then everybody just moves on. Dude, that's one thing with this movie, it's like, nobody gives a shit about nothing. It's no. so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm moving uh, quite forward into the movie, but the ending, well, not oh, the end ending, but like when, when the cannibalism starts happening, which has some surprisingly actually really good gore. Yeah, I mean, um, the motto, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, beyond darkness, just look at that and figure out that he is good with gore. Oh my god, that movie's great too. So maybe we need to cover that one day. Whatever, yeah. But like Gabriel Tinti and fucking Emmanuel are just sitting there watching this and he's just narrating their friends being <laughs> mutilated. And at one point he's like, now watch what happens as this like tribe gang rapes this. And I'm like, do something. <laughs> Don't just sit there. <laughs> this is a bit like, this isn't an Emmanuel movie. This is the Gabriel Tinti show. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Emmanuel does nothing in this. Dude. She is so cowardly. She does nothing. She just looks at people getting fucking murdered. <laughs> Dude. I love how like, they waited for her to get the entire train ran on her before they do anything. Dude. She's on the verge of being murdered before they actually do something. And not just that, but he knew because he goes, now watch what happens. <laughs> he's, an he's an archaeologist he knows he had some films to show her when they met <laughs> Matt this movie is beyond stupid this is one of the dumbest cannibal movies you can ever watch there is no logic so Emmanuel is just like you said she's in this asylum of sorts where the main doctor is aware of what she's doing so he tells him that next time it'll be more and then she goes to see her stupid editor <laughs> this fucking editor is the real villain <laughs> somehow in this paper that we never know what paper this no. is no no a man who's an expert on tribal tattoos who tells them exactly what <laughs> tribe this is where they from and where to find a guy that knows what's a, what the tattoo or tribe does we can't which, it's gabriel tinty so of course he has to seduce emmanuel yeah dude yeah because it's like He's like, oh, you think I'm, what do you think I'm going to fall in love with you? They fly to the jungle and are immediately fucking. Yeah. yeah. Like, immediately. <laughs> in the nun thingy, in the, like, church mission. <laughs> and I just, I want to, before we get into the island, we got to talk about the <laughs> stupid-ass dubbing that just cuts mid-sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, there's so much, like, weirdness in this movie. Like, Emmanuel goes up to the cannibal girl, who's white. I don't know. <laughs> she grew up in the tribe. Ow? Did Who cares? she end up in New York? <laughs> yeah. And how do we, how do, uh, how do uh, Emmanuel get her to calm down? That This is what I was going to bring up, Yes. <laughs> He's like she's like interrogating her to get information and it's like just like starts fingering her. I'm like, 
man. Which is in all of these movies, lesbianism will resolve any issues you have. It's not even just lesbianism. Like we'll get we'll get into it. Uh, wait, I'm getting, I'm getting the fucking movies confused. The, the fucking like the guys like trying to like has their gunpoint. That, I'm sure that's is that that's uh in America, right? Yeah, yeah. Again, we'll, we'll get into all that oh, shit yeah, later. We'll get of into that. <laughs> oh my god. It's not. It's not just lesbianism. It's just apparently just, for she lack molests... of a better term, just being a slut. <laughs> yeah, she mol- she molests this cannibal girl into giving up what information we never know because the cannibal girl can't speak. She doesn't yeah. speak English. Yet she's in New York, in a mental institution, and the jungle is on the other side of the world. How did, did she get like purelatered into the asylum? <laughs> And, and also, like, she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna interrogate her, you know, to try to get her to fess up." She just essentially just writes. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> and then she's like to her editor, "Well, the nurse was known for homosexual behavior." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Oh, she had it coming," and I'm like, "Hey, wait a minute here, holy shit!" Oh god! <laughs> like, Emmanuel, you did the same thing to the poor girl. <laughs> It's insane. And you brought up the dubbing, man. The fucking doctor that knows who Emmanuel is. She's like, he like he put in no effort in that performance at all. He's just like, Manuel, what are you doing in here? Don't you know they're gonna catch you? I'm like, oh yeah. holy shit. Oh my god. The man couldn't read the line if it saved his own mother. <laughs> He just had his mother at gunpoint. Man, like, all right, we're this salon. Oh, uh, Emmanuel, it'll be more expensive next time. <laughs> at least we didn't have to hear him, like, moan. That's true. Oh. At least he did not have sex with Emmanuel. That would have been, been bad. One of the few characters not to. Jesus Christ, does Emmanuel <laughs> get her? Gets, uh, she gets around. <laughs> He gets railed so many times in these movies. Not as much in this one, though. Like she, like, no. like you said, Spooky, she really takes a back seat in this film. It's. I feel like Joe, even though we, we can laugh at him, he knew, like, tonally what his movie was, so he front-loaded the movie with sex scenes. The first mm-hmm. 30 minutes are just back shots of Gabrielle Tinty fucking <laughs> okay, Laura Gemser. <laughs> but at least he had the decency, sort of, to like not throw in some random sex scene during the cannibal massacre, even mm. though one of the guy just touches Monica's anky. That's just beautiful. <laughs> Speaking of odd things with sex scenes in this movie, there also is a moment where um, Emmanuel and is it her friend or is it one of the people from the missionary? I think it's her friend, right? The blonde one. No, that's uh, she's the daughter of the guy that knew. Yes. Real yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they begin to have sex. Uh, you'll hear us say that a lot. Um, yes. <laughs> in, in a by a waterfall, no, they're washing each other. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. washing each other. Sensual. Intercut with a monkey <laughs> smoking a cigarette for some reason. Dude, <laughs> putting on his glasses. <laughs> I want to find this monkey and I want to smoke with him, bro. <laughs> Fucking wild. Well, that was happening. I was just like, man, Joe, you're wilding on this one, dude. <laughs> the girls are having their moment, and there's just a monkey pinking up the Marlboro because Marlboro 
clearly sponsored these goddamn movies. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Cigarettes. Yeah. And he just lights up, puts on the sunglasses, and then the girls just look at him, they laugh, and then it cuts to the next scene. Yep. The monkey the fact that we just saw a monkey smoking a ciggy is never <laughs> brought up again. No. <laughs> you think Marlboro was okay with putting their name essentially their name on these movies, especially with the fucking horse job? Well, you know. Uh, I don't think Marlboro cared. They were too busy giving people cancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, and it's they, like in uh, fucking demons and they're like snorting coke out of a coke can. It's like, yeah. you think they're okay with that? But uh, I guess they're just making people fucking obese, so it's all right. In the 70s, Marlboro was too busy paying off doctors to tell people that cigarettes were healthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but the shots of New York that we get are very, like... That's like these types of movies are the only like types of movies where you see like the true 70s New York mm-hmm. 30s cuz well Emmanuel is fucking somehow very rich and she lives in the what's that building again oh. Is it the Empire State Building or No she no it's uh that the name amazing. of the celebrity <laughs> Oh the Hilton <laughs> Yeah I don't remember it's just like <laughs> she's like she apparently she has a lot of money and she fucks Gabriel Tinti in his apartment after he shows him. <laughs> he shows her films of African tribes killing each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the way, they have multiple angles apparently of that because it cuts between shots. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like he shows Emmanuel like this guy getting his dick cut off and her head cut At off at the roots. Yeah, and like turns to her like, so what'd you think of that? What do you think about that? You want to fuck? To which she's down, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's always down. <laughs> that she's cracked always... me up, dude. Just like, so what'd you think of that? She's like, well, I thought it was awful. I'm like, yeah, it's stuff film you just watched. <laughs> yeah. You just watch the Traces of Death 4 or whatever and what has the fucking real, like, uh, like, tribe footage in it. Yeah, it's so fucking weird, man. It's so weird. It is... Alright, all right, Spooky. I'm going to go ahead and allow you to, uh, uh, talk about what list you have this movie in. <laughs> I have it on my, um, movies that need the uh, helmet to ride the short bus. <laughs> <laughs> Because then they get to the jungle. Or, well, first of all, they have sex while Monica Zanke touches herself, which, by yeah. the way, Monica Zanke's another Joe collaborator. She's also in Sister Emmanuel, which is a much better better movie than White Slave Free. <laughs> but, uh, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so uh, we don't know how old she is. We assume an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, just Emmanuel and Gabrielle Tinti start having sex, and she just looks at at them, and she has the bush of the century. Oh my god! <laughs> it is, yeah, it's fucking wild. Felicia literally wishes, <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing. Oh. And there's that goddamn theme song. I'm happy oh. as a clown. Fuck. Every sex scene. Dude. <laughs> a lot of these movies have, like, the most unsexy music ever during the sex scenes. This one and White Slave Trade in particular. Oh, my God. Especially White Slave Trade. We'll talk about that theme song. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> 
but like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, like it's pretty. I feel like it's pretty simple to make like an erotic song. I don't know why we're talking about happy like a clown. I'm your king. You're my queen. Come on, that doesn't get your cock off. No, <laughs> doesn't doesn't get you rock hard. There's so much weird shit in this movie. Like the couple they they run into oh, who are yeah. like clearly looking for something. Like I said, they're like as soon as you meet them, you're like they're either the actual villains of this movie or something. You know, like yeah, they started the shit. They're the fucking the the crew lighting the the tribe's village on fire. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like the the wife of the guy like. Has sex with their like <laughs> helper, I guess is what he is. I don't know what he is actually. Because like, our main guy, our main villain, is an impotent. Yeah, and he like finds <laughs> her, and like you expect him to be like, oh god, or mad or something like that. And he's just like, what? Oh, what's happening? <laughs> and I'm like, man, he's getting gunked. Like, <laughs> which brings me back to how we meet him, because Emmanuel and this is so fucking. Oh stupid. yeah. <laughs> They get off the boat and she's like, "Oh, I have to reload my film." And then she goes like in the jungle <laughs> randomly, and of course a snake comes down, and then a random asshole just pops off and shoots the snake. Yeah, he's like, oh, "I'm gotten you all now." Yeah, he's and like, "Y'all come to my camp." They just go. Yeah, and his goddamn speech about hunting. <laughs> oh my god! Like you know those meme hats and meme shirts about fishing. <laughs> Yes, I want, I want that, but with his speech, <laughs> he he says the word hunting like four times in a sentence. It's like, oh my god, hunting is my life. <laughs> I hunt. That's my passion. <laughs> I hunt in these. <laughs> and then Emmanuel's like, "Couldn't you go to Africa?" And he's like, mm, "In Black Africa, you cannot yeah. hunt. It is <laughs> safaris that you pay to hunt." And you're like, "Jesus Christ! Stop saying it's... the word hunt." <laughs> it's also the way he says "black." Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like he really had to emphasize that it was Black Africa. It's like in Black Africa, <laughs> the strong L on that word <laughs> also i just want to bring up too that like when you really think about like emmanuel's like fucking like reasoning of being here it is the most absurd shit ever like okay we seriously like this person comes in from this like cannibalistic tribe or you know what the fuck ever the back like the backstory is supposed to be <laughs> but like it's like oh she was part of this tribe we're gonna go out there and find them because they're supposed to be, you know, extinct. And they have no fucking clue what they're getting themselves into. It is so fucking absurd. For an article, but an article on what? Exactly! Yeah. <laughs> what? It's always about the article, but you never know exactly, like, for what, for who. I guess it's like I guess it's the cannibal ferox thing where it's like, oh, it, it proves that cannibalism still exists. But, like... Did you really have to go through there? Or couldn't you just have the girl in New York who clearly was a cannibal? Yeah. To prove that cannibals existed? Yeah, your proof's right there. Why'd you have to go out there? She has a tattoo <laughs> over her pubic region. Yeah, over her pubis. <laughs> over her pubis. And then the movie is just 20 minutes of them walking around. <laughs> oh my god. They walk, man. Horrible Go... day-to-night shots. <laughs> Go Diamato loves him some fucking walking, doesn't he? <laughs> you can see this is fucking anthropophagus. There is walking. 
And like you said, it doesn't even look like the jungle half the time. No, there's just some woods. <laughs> yeah, like there's moments where I'm like, yeah, this kind of looks like, you know, the jungle. And then there's moments where I'm like, bro, this is just like some fucking like wooded area in Italy. What are we doing? The motto was like, we need a pickup shot. Come to my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the reason they stay at the island is because their boats are gone. But at the, in the end, they just find their boats, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Man, the whole thing, like, I don't want to spoil too much, but, like, the oh. ending is... Man, I, we gotta we talk to about spoil. the fucking ending. I mean, it's we not have an ending. To. That's the thing. But yes, that's the thing, but we gotta fucking talk about it. All right. There's nowhere to spoil the way they, they hook you, He hooks you for a sequel. <laughs> oh, my God. Th- th- did we ever actually get a sequel? Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God like... damn it, Joe. It's just, like, it's so, like, anticlimactic and, like nonsensical that it's just they walk away yeah well (laughs) what happens is they walk for a few like minutes uh and then we finally get to see why our couple is there because there was a plane crash i guess and then there's some diamonds and then he gets his wife kidnapped and he's like well we still have a radio but they never use the goddamn radio (laughs) 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 and finding the diamond makes our character not impotent anymore so they have sex in the middle of the goddamn jungle while they're being hunted down by cannibals look when you're in the moment you're in the moment i guess it's the first time it was hard for like years i guess so yeah (laughs) why is the diamond like this like source of getting hard i i guess the money excited i don't know there's nothing that makes sense it doesn't even matter at the end of the day because it's like it's like oh my god we got the diamond and here comes the fucking. <laughs> There's so much <laughs> things that go nowhere. The 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 missionaries getting massacred. The diamonds. They never talk about the goddamn no. diamonds ever again. And then they just leave because Emmanuel's like, oh, I'm not white. I sort of look like them. <laughs> So they draw a shitty tattoo on her. She comes out of the sea, and the cannibals are like, "Huh?" Yeah, they're just like, "What?" Don't doing? forget about the flare gun. They found it. It's like that. Like he just she just walks like, "All right, come on, let's go." And the the tribe is like just so dumbfounded. <laughs> she just walked up and picked her up and left. That they just sit there looking at her like. Wait, what? <laughs> because apparently they think it's their goddess, but then why do they freak out whenever she hits the river? If they still think it's their goddess, they're like, she duped us. It's because she says, come on, he's like, you gotta swim faster. And they're like, oh, that's not that's not her. And then the goddamn line at the end. Yes. Because <laughs> oh. Laura Gemser shoots one person in this entire goddamn movie. I never thought I'd have to kill a man. But I guess it's true what they say a journalist would do anything for an article. What article? What article? <laughs> yeah. My favorite Jeez. line at the end is when Gabriel Tinty's like, now, Manuel, don't take this too hard. It's not your fault. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. All yeah. this is her fault. You didn't have out there. You didn't have to be there. <laughs> no. In her fucking article, she's the worst journalist ever. She is not getting anything printed in any of these movies. She never writes. No, she <laughs> never. She just takes pictures. She takes pictures. She's a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> you never see her write the fuck. <laughs> she don't write. She's a photographer. I mean, I don't know why they call her a journalist. <laughs> 
god. She's such a, like doing like mondo fucking photo taking, and it's like, <laughs> all right, yeah, journalist. And but as you said, the last twenty minutes they turn really <laughs> fucking dark. Yeah, Joe really likes the dark endings, doesn't he? Oh yeah. He's like, you know what? This is a cannibal movie. And then ev- the nun gets like her tits cut off. Dude, her death is so bad. It's brutal, Yo. man. And like, they rip the one dude in half with like a string. Like, yeah. they tie a rope around him, like, yeah. rip him in half and shit. It's just like, the gore is brutal. Like, it's really nasty. And I was yeah. Like, is this the same movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just it's insane. Halfway through, they're like, yeah, you're. You saw the titties, you saw the bushes, now here's some gore. (laughs) (laughs) He knew what you came for. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's ultimately, like, as much shit as we're given, it is immensely entertaining. It is. (laughs) (laughs) It is so fucking fun. I've watched it, like, four times in the last, like, six months. (laughs) I don't know why. It's a comfort movie. I mean, kind of, (laughs) Because <laughs> it reminds me of when I discovered Emmanuel. It's just so much fun. It's it's so stupid because Emmanuel in these other movies, she's like independent, strong. She yeah. What she wants. In this, she's like just in the back seat while Gabrielle Tinty just shoots at natives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was one thing. It's like it is a bit of a run the mill, like jungle cannibal movie when you break it down. It does not feel like an Emmanuel film at all, really. Other than no. the first, like you said, the first like 30 or 40 minutes. It's like Joe wanted to do a cannibal movie, but he also had like Laura Gemser on a contract and he's like, Look, might as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when in Rome, literally. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my lord. This movie, yeah, this movie's fucking goofy as shit. Oh, it's so stupid. The dubbing is horrendous. The <laughs> writing is stupid. The fucking nun disappears and nobody seems to give a shit. <laughs> they, they, so, for their ritual, they need to impregnate uh, Monica. That's why they gangbang her. But how do they know that she's actually pregnant? There's no pregnancy tests, and they need to sacrifice a pregnant woman to <laughs> the goddess for it to work. But nobody well, I guess if she, <laughs> she's pregnant because she, they just had sex with her like two minutes ago. That's not how pregnancy <laughs> works. Well, I guess I guess how, in their minds they're like, well, we all dropped a load in her. One, one of them's got to be a ba- got to have a baby. <laughs> we don't all shoot blanks here. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and w- when they get to the island they don't have a plan they just hang around in the camp yeah a lot. they're like yeah this might be a bad idea and then their boats are gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah they just find the fucking boats and it's just like just, all right in perfect working condition by the way yeah <laughs> as good as you when you like leave a boat just go on the river it just follows the flow of the river how did it end up there also like how's the tribal like the, the you know when they're getting away at what point does the like the the uh, leader of the tribe get on the like on the bottom of the boat i don't I, that's a fair point how the the tribe brings they're... boats out of nowhere where did they get those boats <laughs> Because <laughs> there's no boats in the sea when they're sacrificing the Monica. <laughs> Those it's about he's just on the bottom of it. Like, they did continuity. Have, yeah, they did have somebody uh, hired just for that. 
<laughs> the motherfucker pulls a Jason and just gets shot. <laughs> That's so fucking. This movie is stupid. It it's is. so fun though. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Like it's weird because like it it feels like it has more in common with like Doctor Butcher MD than it does <laughs> like an Emmanuel movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I really like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And there is a doctor in this because he's a he's an ar- archaeologist. It's true. Oh yeah. <laughs> every goddamn movie like this, I don't remember what other. Yeah, New York Ripper. Every time they find like a, a um uh in this case it's a it's an arche- archaeologist but in New York Ripper it's a psychiatrist and they're like oh I don't look like an old man with a white beard and I'm like why is that like such a cliche in this where you're like oh professor must be an old white guy with a beard <laughs> I don't know it's bizarre but, uh, <sighs> moving from something really fun to something pretty bad. <laughs> And, uh, oh, and, and and to be open and transparent about it, the reason we're doing the white slave trade is because Full Moon had a sale and <laughs> the Blu-ray was real cheap. <laughs> As it should, because I have that Blu-ray too and oh, does it look bad? Yeah, it's pretty meh. Yeah. Um, it goes well with the movie. It does. <laughs> this a, yeah, this is 1978's Emmanuel and the Watt Slave Trade, which sounds this exciting. Fucking... Yeah. So this, the re- yeah, so as you can probably see, this one came out after both of the movies we sandwiched it together. And I think it's just because uh, Joe D'Amato had to calm, calm down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like we hey. talked about it a little bit, but immediately like there is reused footage from Last Cannibal. Like yep. the editor is strictly from Last Cannibal. <laughs> yeah, this is a lazy put together piece of shit. <laughs> Before so, we continue on with the movie for a second, yeah. I do want to bring up the fucking trauma blue that trauma. The fucking um a uh, full moon Blu-ray. This might be the most bare bones Blu-ray I've ever <laughs> seen. It has nothing. <laughs> What it are you talking has about? The it, movie has, on it. it has Euro trailers. Oh my god, yeah, because I really wanted to watch some goddamn Andrea Bianchi movie tra- trailers. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and it doesn't have fucking subtitles either, because I was like, because again, my TV's a piece of shit. Sometimes I got turned on subtitles, especially when like the movie's kind of quiet. Yeah. Well, and it's also this one... like shit. <laughs> well, yeah. It is, yeah. And this did not have fucking subs. I was like, God damn it, full moon. Charles Band. <laughs> Charles is like, mm, we really need to put subtitles on this fucking movie. <laughs> Charles Band feel- basically barely puts effort in the movie he's producing and directing. <laughs> Why would he care about a goddamn Blu ray for an Emmanuel movie that most people have forgotten? <laughs> this ain't Puppet Master. <laughs> no. Well, no. Uh, that's a bit better than most of the sequels, but uh Hey now, hey now, hey now. I don't know. <laughs> oh but, god. Uh, so... This is not the episode of the five or puppet master, okay? <laughs> I'll stand by the first five puppet masters. <laughs> oh, five. I'll stand by the third one. <laughs> um so yeah, so Emmanuel in this one begins in Kenya. Oh yeah. She does. Yeah, not in the white slave trade at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at where <laughs> And everybody around is like, oh, people filming? Especially on the roof of the airport. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck? 
she's meeting up with an old friend to get a photo of a billionaire named Ravetti. I only remember that because I don't know. I don't know why I remember that, but I do remember that. <laughs> John's autistic brain hard at work. Um, where she meets up with this prince of something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of something other. Who uh, is uh, going to meet with the uh, Ravetti guy and uh, gets a manual to come along. And they become close <laughs> friends. Because and... she, her and her friend dress like air stewardesses. Yes. Air <laughs> yeah. Which, but the, what air hostess brings you as a tour guide? <laughs> <laughs> it also leads to the fact that Emmanuel cannot go undercover. No. no. She's too, everybody knows her apparently in this universe. She gets discovered <laughs> twice in this movie. <laughs> at one point the Gosh. prince is like yeah I know you're a, I know you're a journalist and then Ravetti's like yeah I know you're a journalist <laughs> <laughs> well Ravetti knows because at the beginning they just drive into his driveway <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy's like you can't no no and then she takes pictures what do you oh. think the guy clearly told his millionaire boss that some weird ass people <laughs> with cameras were just hanging out <laughs> dude and the fucking like again we'll get into it but the fucking hidden camera this one is so oh ridiculous we'll get into that <laughs> yeah so the first nearly 30 to 40 minutes of this movie has nothing to do with the white slave trade <laughs> no absolutely nothing it barely has anything <laughs> it's, it's just about this billionaire who's trying to sign some deal, some mysterious deal that we are not privy to at that all. Birdemic type of document. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With this prince, and he gets a manual to fuck the prince, which she was doing already. Yes. To help him sign the deal with Ravetti. <laughs> and then they smoke opium. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then the Kama Sutra some, has something to do with it. <laughs> something. <laughs> and uh, that ends that arc. Now, the only thing we do have that like ties into what this movie's supposed to be about at all is that at one point they're at the airport, and Emmanuel sees this <laughs> guy with this girl in a wheelchair, and it sounds like when you're playing Pokemon and you run into a wild <laughs> Pokemon. Like, I swear to God, I was like, this is the this is the Pokemon song. <laughs> like a wild sex slave just appeared. <laughs> She just, she just sees Gabrielle Tintiu, by the way, as the white slave owner, with this girl in a wheelchair, and she's like, mm, that's suspicious, why? That's a story. It's a woman in a wheelchair. Yeah, like, like, in, like, in a, it wasn't actually like the white slave training. It's just like, imagine you're able as this fuck. <laughs> you're like a little kid staring at a fucking disabled person. You fucking asshole. <laughs> it's like, mm, this woman can't be in a wheelchair. She's too good looking. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Emmanuel, that you want to, that you don't want to admit to yourself that you want to fuck the person in the wheelchair? I mean, she would admit that. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, I, she ain't gonna hide that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Fuck, man. So, after the whole thing with Betty that goes nowhere, <laughs> she decides that she's gonna like implement herself into the white slave trade to oh, investigate yeah. this um this whole thing. It just ends up at a brothel. 
No, uh, so you're missing a very important point. Oh, oh, oh she sorry, wants sorry. to look poor. So she oh, yeah. Like, she dresses like a Quaker. <laughs> I forgot Which, about that, yeah. She just hangs out in New York stores, sees Gabrielle Tindy walk around, and then she she has to look poor, but, you know, with ambitions. So she goes to him while he eats, and he's just, like, introducing him to the world of, of prostitution. <laughs> But you know, she doesn't want to take any of his steak. <laughs> yeah, like she's just staring to the window, like, <laughs> like one of the fucking like dog commercials. Like, <laughs> it's like in the arms of the angel. What was that woman's name that did the narration for those uh, ads? Oh, Sarah oh. McAuligan. <laughs> oh no, not Sarah McAuligan. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Shout out Rock Bottom, Vinny. Rock Bottom. <laughs> Fucking, um... Guys are also awful presumptuous in these movies, too, and they jump to conclusions real quick. Because in this one, <laughs> Gabriel Tinty's just like me, like, oh, so you're poor and want to make money. You want to get into prostitution? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then in, like, America, the she's like, I want to see something more real. And he's like, all right, you want to watch a snuff film? <laughs> <laughs> We skipped over the mechanic, who was clearly dubbed oh. by a white guy. Oh, my lord. I don't know if this man said words. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, this man ain't speaking. It's this man's speaking in scat, man. It's uh, the ancestor of Lil Yachty. <laughs> <laughs> man's about to drop some fire tracks. <laughs> <laughs> And like, the, she just wants to have sex with the dude. So why did she just go have sex with it? Why did she have to drop bolts in her vehicle? Why? Do this? Don't worry, lady. You're driving a Range Rover. The car will destroy itself. <laughs> it does like feel like it points like Joe Diamond thinks the audience watching is fucking stupid. Wow. But in real life, it's like you just look stupid for doing it. Like, <laughs> and her friend never shows up once she leaves Kenya. Buddy, that, <laughs> everything that happens to Kenya, it does not matter. No. It has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah, Rivetti is signing a document. <laughs> oh my god. Then they have sex with Rivetti, and I'm just like, man, this guy be you could have <laughs> casted a better looking dude. Oh my god. <laughs> He's not the worst guy Emmanuel's gonna have sex with in these movies. Ooh, but god. Oh, the, the, the end of this one. Yeah. <laughs> the end of this one. We'll get into it, of course. Hey, fucking okay. grim. <laughs> There's one in America too that's pretty damn bad. Oh yeah. Well, that's an animal. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So she implements herself into this like this. They keep saying white slave trade, but she just ends up in a brothel. Yeah, cause yeah. Of Chinese Joe. Yeah. Was, was oh yeah. <laughs> These movies are not as racist as Goodbye Uncle Tom, but they're pretty oh, no. damn close. <laughs> pretty close, yeah. Because <laughs> Chinese Wait. Joe sounds like a '50s like cartoon, like a Chinese person, like it's yeah, like, like the Cuphead era. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> it could have been dubbed by Walt Disney. <laughs> you know he would have been down. Oh yeah, he didn't like those Chinese people. He didn't like. <laughs> Like... <laughs> and, uh, some some interesting opinions on the Jewish population. <laughs> yeah, that's for big. Fun. 
Some would say he has a lot in common with the uh, fucking Lovecraft. <laughs> well, yeah, he loves Lovecraft. a <laughs> They both love a certain word. That's true, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, like, can we talk about the stupid hidden camera in the Zippo later? That yes. Oh my god! The lens disappear. I yes. Think they lost oh the goddamn god. prop halfway through this. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. It's like, did they lose it? <laughs> Because the whole first of the movie, it has this little jewel-looking thing on it. That's the lens. It's clearly a lens, by the way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then when she gets to the damn brothel, it's just a Zippo. And I'm like, how are you taking photos? (laughs) Yeah. Ma'am, that's a lighter. (laughs) The whole time, Manuel's walking around just opening and closing her lighter, thinking she's taking pictures. (laughs) He's just wasting the gas. (laughs) The fucking editor's just like, Daniel, this is literally fucking nothing. This is a lighter. Where, are you okay? <laughs> just hands it to her. He's like, man, this is a lot. <laughs> we literally cannot publish any of these photos because there's, there's no photos. <laughs> there's no photos. Bam. God almighty. I don't know, man. This was like, there's a lot of like, we're like, I feel like we're making this movie sound better than what it is, though. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Cause it's dull. It's oh, so dull. So boring. If there was a if there was a color I would describe this movie, it would be beige. Because oh. <laughs> like all the Ravetti stuff is so boring. Oh my god. Okay, they're getting into the white like slave trade, and then she uh, photographs some documents. You're like, okay, this is gonna turn into a spy espionage thriller. No. <laughs> No, 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 <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I was waiting for that moment to happen. I'm like, oh, okay, she'll, she's going to start, you know, doing some like in depth investigation. <laughs> no, not really. And like watching like uh, Emmanuel in America and then going back to this one, man, like this just feels like a remake of like a f- minor part of Emmanuel in America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they took a five minute part of Amer- uh, America and they stretch it to 90 minutes. <laughs> God, it has similar like beats too, where like she gets caught, <laughs> yeah, and she's willing to like sell her like article down the river in this one. She's just like, you take the pictures, not leave. <laughs> but she has backups on her lighter camera. Oh, good point, good point. And <laughs> my notes, I quoted, I I had a quote. This is so fucking bad. I always said these Oriental girls are something special. <laughs> Golly, man. <laughs> my next note is nobody knows Laura Gemser's race in these. That is true. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Joe Diamato didn't know. She's not black. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's from she's from Indonesia, right? She's half German, half Indonesian. She's what not the black. Fuck? This yeah, what the franchise fuck? is a lie. She <laughs> is Asian and European. <laughs> well, it's like in this movie. They refer to her as Asian in that scene. Yeah. And then later on, they call her a black bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Asian, let's put it in a 70s term. She's Oriental. God. Yeah. Grizzly, dude. God. <laughs> Nobody knows. Like you said, the, she's black. Is she Asian? Nobody knows. But like, man, you wrote this goddamn movie, Joe. <laughs> you made 25 <laughs> movies with Laura Gemser. You should have asked her where she was from. <laughs> it really, like, this was the first one I watched because I was like, I just kind of want to get this one over with. Yeah. And as the I was watching it. was, uh, yeah. Yeah. As I was watching it, it did hit me. I'm like, she's not black. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. 
She's half What's... European, half Indonesian. <laughs> What's like, I was, you know, like, I was looking at, you know, because she has, like, her own, like, letterbox page and shit, right? I was going through it, and she was like, uh, you know, Laura Gimser, she's part German, part Indonesian. I was like, what the, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> wait. Dude, Yamato? What the fuck? Why well, Italians, they were like, yeah, you're Sicilian, you're half black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so she gets caught and like towards the end of the movie they like tie her to this thing and they're gonna give her a lobotomy which oh my god yes that was the thing in the 70s that was a big thing was lobotomies and like the way she gets out of this oh my god this nurse just comes in and she's like don't worry you'll feel so much better soon and immediately like starts sniffing her clothes and shit (laughs) yeah like what is happening relatable (laughs) In that situation, <laughs> come, on, come on, come on, But I'm just like, and I hit the button. Like, I want to see, like, how much time has left this movie? There was eight minutes left. I'm like, D'Amato, you cannot put a lesbian sex scene with eight minutes to go. Something's got to happen here. Again, she just seduces the nurse, and she's like, oh, do you have something strong? Because, you know, there's a drug cabinet in the room. Straight lies, too. She's like, I ain't never been with a woman. Man, 20 minutes ago, I saw you with a woman. (laughs) 24 movies ago, I saw you with a woman. Every goddamn movie you're in, you're with a woman. And she's exactly, she chloroforms her or something like that. The littlest amount of chloroform ever. I don't know if it would work yeah. like that. I don't, I don't know. I've it's like, here's, it's such a, like, here's the cap and she like passes out. Take a sniff. <laughs> oh, what yes. the fuck? And then the ending. She escapes oh. on a boat. Oh my God. With a group of sailors. Oh. And they expect <laughs> they expect a form of payment. So oh my god! Ends with we don't see anything. Thank God! Thank God! The intention of this is for the audience to be like, "Oh, Emmanuel," but it's literally a goddamn gangbang with ugly ass sailors, greasy, <laughs> disgusting. You can gross smell them. Sla- sailors, dude. It's the one guy, the you main smell like sailor. What I'm drinking right now. Looked like Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had to get this image in my head of Ernest Borgnine having sex with Laura Gimser. And that is horrid. Yeah. Ernest Borgnine, Emingway, fucking your local homeless dude at the fucking Walmart. Dude. Like, it's all that. And, like, they... the shots, like, fading out as the boat's, like, all, like, rocking back and forth and, like, turning and swaying around. I'm just like, this is disgusting. <laughs> Dude, like, and all I get, like, all I was thinking during this was like, no, there's like, oh my fucking god, these people, probably, these dudes, these disgusting bastards, have probably been on this boat forever, so and they haven't bathed or anything, so they got their fucking cheesy dicks, oh. just all up in Laura Gimser, and oh. I hate it, and you know, I hate it so much because they're European, <laughs> <laughs> so they got that stink. Oh my god. And it's not like a yacht or like a party boat. It's a no. fishing boat. It's going to stink. <laughs> yeah. It's the size of my goddamn room, not even. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's, you know, it's not a yacht. There's no shower. There's no fucking bathtub. They're just disgusting on this boat. And she's like, yeah, I'll fuck you. What Dude, in the fuck? 
That's why I say you put a ring on her. She's, <laughs> she's well, they really tried the other movie. She ain't gonna do it. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't yeah. it White Slave Trade that she has a boyfriend? Oh my god. I feel like she always has like a steady partner in all these movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get confused with America with the goddamn table Marlboro cigarette. Yeah, it's the big Marlboro table. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what? there's another part of that whole thing too, where it's like. You expect like this big thing, like she's about to expose the white slave trade. She just calls her editor and like, "Hey, let me tell you what happened." Like, yeah. no photos, nothing. And they act <laughs> like it's a big organization, but it's just like two people. It's a guy in drag, which, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that I, was... <laughs> I don't even know how to tackle that part of the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is something. Yeah, it's it's something. Yeah, again. This it's quite a grim 70s. Yeah, it's it's the 1970s, and uh, only person to like die too. By the way, yeah, yeah, that's true. And then the uh, well, Laura, while she's trying to escape, because I'm looking at my notes and I just got reminded of the bowling alley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as she what tries the fuck? to escape, she uh, helps that guy. I think his name is Steve or something like mm. that. And uh, they go to this bowling alley for some fucking reason yeah i was so confused how they got why (laughs) okay can someone explain why are they in the fucking bowling alley the white slave owners just love bowling alleys (laughs) and their entire gang where were they hidden they just come out they're like surprise bowling alleys are not known to have a lot of hiding spot it's a goddamn (laughs) bowling alley it's quite open they apparently clown card inside of a fucking bowling ball yeah. <laughs> I like I was looking I was looking down to take a note and I looked back up and they're in a bowling alley and I'm like did I pass out like <laughs> what I happened how did we get here I had this moment with all three of these fucking movies <laughs> where I was like I'm fucking like did I die come back to life what happened did I have a stroke I'm like oh. <laughs> I, because the same thing. I was writing notes. I fucking put my head up. I'm like, am I watching gutter balls? <laughs> Did it auto like, point to something else? Yeah, it like it. took me a second to even like register they were in a bowling alley. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, it took mm-hmm. me a while because the what shot the at, at first is like, okay, it looks like a bar. Like there's yeah. a bar, there's some booze, and then it cuts to a wide <laughs> shot, and they're in goddamn bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> It's... Did a producer be like, we gotta have a bowling alley in this go? And it's like, they're supposed to be in the middle of nowhere in this brothel for rich people, yeah. and there's a goddamn bowling alley like five minutes down the road. What is this? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like I said, I definitely feel like we're making this movie sound better than what it actually is. Because Let's talk about it. It's like, oh, it's gotta be like so bad, it's good. And it's like, it has some of that stuff in it, but like, so much of this movie is nothing. Oh god. <laughs> it's a big nothing burger. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my god, there's there's moments where I'm like, oh my god, they're fucking again. Yeah. And the music in this one I thought was atrocious. Oh, oh. My first note is theme song is a banger, so we might disagree on that. <laughs> Dude, it just... It was like some freeform jazz with a singer just spewing lyrics over top of it. <laughs> Sound like I was listening to fucking Trout Face Mask. And <laughs> beef art up in here. The first note is, this song, it's rough. (laughs) 
<laughs> the dichotomy of man. You got Spooky with the banger. You got John with the woof. <laughs> yeah. I also took a note that reminds me of what these movies were supposed to be. And I, my note is these are kind of playful Mondo movies. Hmm. Because uh, I remember, especially like Emmanuel in Bangkok, where it's a lot of that travel video kind of vibe, yep. but a bit more playful. So that's why I kind of compare them to Mondo movies from the 60s. It's just not as exploitive, it feels. Yeah, it's like mon- it's like a, almost like a Mondo movie, but with like, like sex scenes. Hmm. <laughs> Like, my note on, like, they're just walking around naked, you know, when they're running around and there's birds. Like, it feels like a pseudo-documentary yeah. film, but with kind of a plot and a lot of sex. Yeah. A lot of these movies have loose plots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not the only <laughs> thing that's loose. Oh, God. <laughs> After that Sailor Gangbang, Laura Gemma's <laughs> got that fucking beefsteak. He's on oh this, my god! god. Golly, this, this boat fucking Mr. Krabs! <laughs> god damn it! Hey, <laughs> boy, it's Laura Gimger. <laughs> Give me your holes. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> man, watch Slave Trade. It's it's yeah. okay. It's a movie. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I you can do worse. <laughs> It's it's all right. It's like eighty nine minutes. You can you can definitely spend eighty nine minutes doing something worse. <laughs> like if if you're uh, somebody like me who bought the box set, like it's one of the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll watch it once and put it back on the shelf and never think about it again. <laughs> I watched this two or three times, I think. Yeah, dang. <laughs> I don't know what because of you, motherfucker. <laughs> we do this to people. I find. Yeah. This is that's a Mr. Park episode all over again. It's <laughs> because I just asked Mr. Park. We made him watch Fiend again. <laughs> You're like, oh, we posted the teaser, Emmanuel and the White Slave Trade. I was just on my computer, like, fuck, I gotta watch that again. <laughs> and again, like I said, open a transparent. We didn't watch Slave Trade because we moon at a sale. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I could have watched fucking Emmanuel. Uh, uh, whoa, the church one. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Manuel? Manuel. Yeah, I could have watched that. The woman in prison one. No, I gotta watch White Slave Trade again. I mean, the title <laughs> sounded great. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, when I heard the title, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be fucking wild." No, <laughs> there is an iconic like not scene because it's mostly a picture. I guess they used to sell the movie where um, in, uh, Laura Gemser in like her pink bikini. Mm-hmm. Like when you Google Laura Gemser, that's one of the pictures that comes up, but that picture's not in the movie. No. No. So I guess that was like promoting material. I don't know. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's just fucking goddamn fucking billionaires. It's like <laughs> like I definitely plan on getting the box set at some point because I did have a great time with a lot of these movies. But not as much as this one. But uh man. There is like it. It is like this one just felt like it was just shat out on the onto the fucking pavement. Because <laughs> Emmanuel in Bangkok kind of has that same feel, where it's kind of feels like a Mondo movie, but with a little sexiness. But Joe like inserted this romantic love story in between, and it's like heartbreaking at the end. 
Mm. But it feels like for this one, he kind of just gave up on the whole fucking thing, and he was like, "Here's some titties." It's like yeah. it was. He was like, "It's 1978. I gotta make another manual movie." Uh... <laughs> I'm way past my prime. I'm fucking on one. I'm on the edge of directing my masterpiece, Contamination. Seven. <laughs> I'm heading towards Zombie Five, killing birds. <laughs> God. I think that was probably his next movie after this one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh my god. But what's interesting, you know, the transition back to 1977 is we've had cannibals, we've had the white slave trade, but none of those are as fucked up <laughs> as just simply as Manual in America. <laughs> yep. Goddamn US of A. Which doesn't take place in America a whole lot. Nope. No. <laughs> Another lie. <laughs> Most this of one's... this movie is not in the U.S. This That's one's fucking insane. This one's interesting because it feels like we're just we're going on like a, a sexual adventure with the manual as she like travels the world. More than it has like just like this like this is what this movie's about, you know? Wait, hang on. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there an Emmanuel movie called Around the World? Yep, I was gonna say that. There is one, and surprisingly enough, there is not as much as the world as this one. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, this one starts out with a banker, by the way. Because, <laughs> oh like, my God, yes. it, it begins with her, like, hanging out with this photographer. <laughs> Let's not mixing it up, and this happened later. She I don't think so. She is a photographer in this one. Yes. She's and... like half a journalist, half a goddamn photographer, which I'm glad she finally find, found her way. Uh, <laughs> she was just pretending to be a goddamn journalist up to this point. So, is she, she... <laughs> fucking editor, sorry. The editor's just like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. You just keep calling <laughs> you here. You work here? <laughs> what do you mean you got an article about cannibals? Get the fuck out of here. It's not it's... even the same editor in this one. <laughs> no, it's <Yeah>. not. <laughs> and this and Last Campbell came out in the same year. <laughs> they couldn't get the same fucking guy. The guy's like, ah, fuck that. He came back in Cannibal, or in Slot Sl- Slave Trade, though. <laughs> just redubbed the goddamn fucking footage. <laughs> <laughs> he got recast against his own volition. Um, he didn't so... even get a check for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so... She she's photography. She's doing these nude photography, you know, real classy shit. <laughs> and uh, as she's leaving, she's held up at gunpoint. <laughs> I, I, as the film lays us to believe, one of the model's boyfriends. Yep, future husband, which is wild. <laughs> God is angry at Emmanuel because she has perverted. His beloved person. I can't remember her name. <laughs> Wait, I just now caught on to that's supposed to be her, like her fucking like future husband. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I thought it was just he was just some crazy dude who's obsessed with her. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> As she is being taken uh, in pictures naked, they are in a relationship. Yes. She is <sighs> is fiancéd. Because later on in the movie, she's like, how's Tony? And he's like, oh, you know, he's calmed down quite a bit. We're actually married now. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. And it was in that moment it clicked. And I was like, wait a fucking minute. (laughs) Yep. 
Tony couldn't be the most obvious Italian New York uh, fucking. That's the only reason I remember his name was because it was just like it was so fucking like simple. Yeah. yeah. So Tony's holding her at gunpoint, and she's like first bartering with him, like take the car, take the money, and he's just like, "Nah, I want to kill you for what you've done to my beloved girl." And he's mad because she's taking nude photos of her and perverted her. And he, he's going to kill Emmanuel for it and save his beloved girl. <laughs> the morality. Lack of morality. Just proving that motherfuckers have been saying that for a while. <laughs> yeah, yes. I know, right? And he has a point. Because at one point he's like, "You're Emmanuel, you're about nothing but sex. And I'm like, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true. More movies of the, to explain that. <laughs> So how does Emmanuel get out of being murdered? How does she stop this attempted homicide? It blows him. <laughs> she blows him. <laughs> Not to completion. No, no, no. He freaks out and runs. He discovers that mm, sex is actually pretty nice. <laughs> the way it happens is so fucking funny, too. <laughs> He's just like, no, what are you doing to me? Oh, no, I'm a virgin. That's what it made me think about was that fucking video. I don't, don't touch know. me. I'm a virgin. I don't know why. I am convinced that this movie is Joe D'Amato like responding to people criticizing him. Oh, probably, I yeah. This feeling because this feels like a fucking respond movie, especially this scene that we're talking about. Like, it feels like it's like, oh, you know, you corrupted her, or you know, her mm. being like, I guess, film even, right? It's yeah. like, oh, you're just making smut. I mean, he literally is like, oh, Emmanuel, you're about nothing but sex. And then yeah. the way she gets out of it is by with sex, which is just like telling the audience, like, you're the ones buying tickets for this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why we have so much of these movies is because there is an audience. And even though people might say it's perverted, we all are perverted at the end of the day. And on top of that, like, the rest of the movie is the biggest, like, fuck you ever to those kinds of people that's one of my notes this entire movie feels like a fuck you to critics yeah (laughs) like between like the hardcore stuff that we'll get into and the one scene (laughs) I mean we're gonna be getting to that pretty damn soon (laughs) yeah which is crazy oh my god it is like you know, it's a film of like complete excess, right? Like it's like oh yeah, ramping everything that Emmanuel is about like to its maximum, but in a way where it's like it does feel like Debato had something to say this time. We're like with Cannibal and White Slave Trade, he was just kind of making, you know, movies within could, these genres. <laughs> yeah, could have been honestly uh, a film in response to like the Reagan era of excess. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like you you can see that with like other movies too, like uh, like you you look at like something like They Live being like a take on like capitalism and shit like that. Like this could and, be an answer to like this puritanical fucking uh, conservatism that kind of was back in the eighties. Even though this is way earlier, this is kind of ahead of its time with that. Yeah, and too, it's like you know it has a lot to say about like the bourgeoisie. Too. Mm, it's like, we'll, we'll get into this. Yeah. <laughs> the Marquis would be proud of this one. Oh, yeah. So, the first, I guess, story that Emmanuel has covered this one, because it is almost almost anthologist in, in the way it's like put together, where it's these very distinct stories that kind of live within their own universe. Um, Emmanuel wants to join up in this harem to investigate this 
billionaire. He's she's doing it again. <laughs> yeah, based on their astro- astrological sign. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting. An interesting take because it's like stripping away like part of like what makes you a person, your name, and just calling you by when you were born. <laughs> yeah, kind of, and especially during that era in the like late seventies, early eighties, uh, astrology kind of took a new like kind of became important for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, you can even see that in, like, you know, Texas Chainsaw with, like, the same with that she's going to, like, her astrology book. It's almost like this... Again, this honestly feels like a response movie. This has a lot more to say than uh, it would look like in, on the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, yeah. this one doesn't last very long. Like, it's not, like... Nothing really even happens with it um, other than... Um, well, <laughs> that, <laughs> but <laughs> like she like really pushes back against this guy who like wants all these women to be submissive to him and stuff like that, and then she gets out and meets up with this duke. But this <laughs> little part of the movie also like holds maybe the most infamous scene of Emmanuel in America, <laughs> which the first time uh, I ever saw it, I was like horse scene. <laughs> first time I ever watched, I won't lie, I was like. Is this legal? Is this okay to be watched? <laughs> Dude, yeah. It, it, so it's one of those moments where it's like, well, what the fuck? Well, you know, this came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, because yeah. like, they're just all out together, and he's like, let's see what's going on here. Which they hint at this very early on, that this lady is like having a relation with this horse. Mm. Pedro. Yeah. Pedro and, the horse. And they go and they look in the stable, and there she is, just... Jacking away. <laughs> a oh scene, by God. the way, that was um, reused by Diamato a lot of times. <laughs> God this, bless you, uh, Diamato. This was recycled. Like, this is the Greenpeace movement right there. <laughs> Dude, it is fucking what, like, he's like, it's, he, he saw this as, like, his crowning achievement of filth. Yeah, he's just like this is my fucking moment to be like fuck everybody who like says I'm like immoral and all this shit. I'll show you immoral. And that's I'll show you crazy oh, sorry. about that scene, isn't that sorry, sorry interrupting. <laughs> is that this kind of became a staple of Italian erotica where this scene was <laughs> reused not only by Diamato but by a lot of fucking people. This was recycled like a lot. Did Bruno use it? Bruno did use it. Uh, <laughs> and it's so easy because this film's reputation would lead you to believe that this scene goes way farther than it does. Mm. At the end of the day, it's just she kind of massages the horse. It is shocking, though. Like, it's not something you're used to seeing I, in your I average guess. movie. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm used to seeing horses being <laughs> but I mean once you've seen it especially in Italian erotica you, like, you've seen it multiple times you kind of get used to it but it's not as shocking as this film's reputation make it sound to be yeah it is It is wild still though like when you have to break it down it's like for his like erotic film he's like I'm going to you know, a movie that was shown in theaters was like, I want to show someone jerk off a fucking horse. 
Well, there's a lot of nasty shit in this film. We're like, oh my god, yeah. There's a lot of like, you know, Grisha's typical Emmanuel, beautiful people, big beautiful. But at the same time, there's a lot of grisly, nasty shit in this movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we'll we'll get to. Yeah. So after she leaves the harem, she meets up with this Duke, who was uh, there, and she goes to Venice, I believe, is where they go. Mm-hmm. To hang out and meet up with his wife, who they at first on surface level seem as though they're just normal, like happy couple. Mm-hmm. That facade begins to break down, and he discovers that Emmanuel is a journalist. <laughs> Once again, yeah. very bad at covering that. <laughs> yeah, she's a bit too famous, which I don't know why I've never seen a goddamn article. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So the relationship between them breaks down. She also discovers that he is uh, forging paintings. Which she doesn't give a singular shit about. No, she does not actually care. That's not the story here. Because then they all go to this party where whoever finds the golden peanut in their cake wins a prize. Which the prize is the whole cake. And within the cake is a woman just covered in icing. And, and then she uh, does not look into that. Uh, no. No. She also doesn't look into having this grisly old game <sighs> licking all over her. No. Which I don't blame her in the least. No. And that breaks down into a massive orgy. Which is the first um, hardcore scene that we get. 40 mm, minutes yeah. into the movie, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, the, the movie's like a, it's like 100 minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of hardcore scenes in this. Yeah, just past the forty minute marks, like this gets like hardcore. Mm. Yeah, and like it's interesting too because like at that moment, like Emmanuel who's like, "I'm not here as a freaking journalist. We're just friends." And he's all, but as soon as the fucking started, she's like, "Click, click, click, click." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she saves the relationship between the Duke and his wife by lesbianism. Yeah, yep. yeah she does. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre you would think it would go the opposite way <laughs> because it's like oh you know maybe she would like pursue Emmanuel. no she's like i'm more in love now yeah <laughs> and this like particular sequence has a lot to say but i'll let john no that's exactly what i was gonna say is like it's it's pretty telling of like you have like all these rich bourgeoisies who are like you know very oh you know and pristine and perfect breaking down and wallowing in literal like filth the, mm. the remnants of this cake and all the nastiness that it brings and like just getting dirty and bucking <laughs> yep. yeah this is the scene that like reminded me of uh, the Marquis de Sade's work where it's an ironic representation of the bourgeoisie the one percent where on the surface they look to be very clean very kind of pretentious like they're from money they like certain things they like beautiful things but at the end of the day they're just bunch of, they're just a bunch of perverts doing perverted things and like i kind of with all the things that happened the last few years i kind of got this impression of like kind of the epstein island if i mm. where it's just shout out stephen hawking hot <laughs> david where it's this very kind of Again, this solo-esque representation <laughs> of these rich Italians, because, again, solo was also made in Italy. 
and it just really got to me this time of watching it where now that I've kind of learned about Italian society, especially at that time, where it was very much a political kind of chaos with fascism falling and the debates in Italian society about which government they should form, I kind of got this impression of Joe trying to give this message of this bourgeoisie being just as filthy as the common peasant. Mm-hmm. And even more so because the common peasant would be too busy trying to make ends meet, trying to live, whilst this bourgeoisie is profiting off the peasants uh, or the poor people having just these deviant orgies. Mm. Yeah. Just... It, and very much so, it could be like the reason Joe D'Amato went like hardcore in this moment was to like really like hammer home that point where it's like the first like true like well it's not the first truly filthy act because we saw a horse change <laughs> well yeah <laughs> other than that you know <laughs> like a like, literally filthy yeah <laughs> act is in this moment you know but even the horse scene kind of because it's in this very male dominant brothel where you know it's not really a brothel but there's this few selected uh, women I guess you would call in uh, call it an arum and it's really just this display of like normalizing these perversions. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Where I just, I really feel like this film is particular has really a lot to say about kind of Italian society and the political sphere of the time. I agree. Yeah, percent. Yeah, I mean, it has its goofy moments littered in there too, but it's nothing like the other ones at all. Like, it, it carries itself with a more heavy-handed directing style than the other ones do, I feel like. Yeah, and a lot of... It's just because I've... Uh, I, I watched a documentary on the uh, Eurocrime Politeski movement, which was a, a direct response to this chaos in Italian politics at the time, and this really feels like it but with this erotic twist, which is really interesting, because, again, this movie is perceived as just being, you know, this hardcore porn kind of filthy movie, but whenever you really deep dive into it, it's really an answer to just Italian society and just society as a whole during that era. Yeah, and... Like it was, it's kind of like it's one of those movies that was like we're slowly building into like the like super like excess era of the eighties, and like not not just you know America but you know everywhere else because like you look at like films from Italy at the time in the eighties, like the budgets got higher, and uh, a lot of the, like like the, the shit they were doing was getting more and more complex and stuff like that. So it, it does seem like it's a little bit of a take on. You know, just uh, the excess era that, you know, was incoming in a way. And I think even the title of this, Emmanuel in America, even though most of it isn't in America, is kind of symbolic to what was happening in America at that time. With, you know, yeah, the post-Vietnam trauma. Yeah. And especially like that, we'll get to it, but that snuff scene real felt really real and kind of a response to the allegations toward American soldiers in Vietnam. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, because... I mean, after the... 
to move forward with the story a little bit so we can get to that. <laughs> After the orgy scene, uh, Manuel then goes to this island, which, you know, again, speaking of the rich people, where <laughs> these rich women can go and, you know, live out their their deepest desires which is like it's not necessarily shocking it's just like you do not expect this movie at nearly an hour in to like have this like 15 to 20 minute stretch of just like hardcore porn yeah <laughs> well laura gemser's just taking pictures with her fucking uh, medallion or whatever she has yeah. out in the open uh, clearly she's there for something else because she isn't with any man during this <laughs> yeah walking around being like click <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, she just looks on like huh click <laughs> but like each, each, she like goes like which in my head the way i remembered it because it'd been a long time since i've seen this movie um she was going room to room and seeing all these different like fetishes and all these different fantasies playing out and I thought this was where the horse hand job came in <laughs> I was wrong <laughs> but you know and it's like it's most of it's just very playful you got like a Zora one and a Tarzan one uh, the Tarzan one I <laughs> I adore I mean, <laughs> like god damn man now you eat me <laughs> dude there's, there's a moment during this like stretch I swear to God, what's his name? Was it George Eastman? His name? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Legend. I thought it was George Eastman too. It's not. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I looked throughout Letterbox and IMDb, being like, "Is that fucking George Eastman?" <laughs> and it's and it's not. I mean, George Eastman worked a lot with the Amados. He did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the last room she goes to is a bit different. As it's mm. a couple having sex on a bed while watching the snuff footage that I think is one of the second thing which makes this movie pretty infamous. Uh, and, and the fact that, like, it's actually done like, insanely well and is, like, super visceral and brutal as hell. And one of the things I love the most about it is that, like, there is no audio to it. You just mm. hear the film roll rolling. And I think that adds a whole lot to, like, the disturbing nature of that 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 footage <laughs> yeah it just comes out of fucking nowhere it does yeah <laughs> and it's like up to that point it had kind of been as i said it had something to say but up to that point it had kind of just been this silly emmanuel movie of she's just yeah. traveling the world seeing these perversions but up to that point it's like oh okay now this is getting serious Mm. Yeah, it is like the the tonal shift is crazy. <laughs> like it takes the air out of the room. Like it's so like so stark and so visceral the way it's done, and it's just like, all right, this is something a little different. <laughs> yeah, for people who haven't seen it, the, it's in black and white. It's clearly shot on eight millimeter. Like this is amateur hour, but done so well that you're just flabbergasted by what you're seeing like this is a it looks real yeah the realist snuff footage in a movie up to that point imagine yourself in 77 watching this oh my god you would think and, someone was dead <laughs> yeah especially and, I'm not even sure if the actors in that scene are credited Oh wow! Double check on that, but I'm not even sure the actors were credited. And it's crazy too, because like it does like predate like even Cannibal Holocaust. 
Yeah. So like that like idea of like this is real footage. Like it's been done before, of course, but like not like this. Not it's hard to even explain it if you haven't seen it. Like it does feel very real. Like, and like it, it's interesting too cuz like this is like the time period where snuff films became, you know, the big urban legend and boogeyman of like society, right? Mm-hmm. It's like people are like, "Oh, the Manson family had tapes." of them like you know committing awful crimes and like of course there's nothing to back that up but yeah. and like there's all kinds of like different things it's like oh the bourgeoisie have the have access to fucking you know real death footage that they use as porn mm-hmm. yeah exactly i think you nailed it right perfectly it's just it feels like this is joe diamato being like his take on what the people like the characters in this film were yeah and yeah, yeah. like I, I the, will say uh, oh sorry go ahead Matt no 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 go ahead no I was just moving forward with the story a little bit so go ahead like it is like it was crazy like like watching this and like of course you know the the other scene that we talked about is shocking but you like you're seeing the, like this hardcore like you know just sex scenes and stuff and like they do you know, progressing like they're like fetishes and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, that's silly, right? And then like, that happens. Yeah, that scene comes like not too long after the uh, I am Jane, uh, you are Jane. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it comes and right after the Zorro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Ooh, Zorro, what do you got underneath your cape? And then she's like walking in the hallway, and she like sees this couple on the bed, and she kind of looks over, and like it's just boom, there it is. And you're just like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, and like I like can't stress enough how fucked this footage is. Like it's abominable, abominable. It yeah, really is. It's like to explain it a little bit. It's like this like group of soldiers with these women, and they're just ripping them apart basically in every way. <laughs> yeah, and the, it's really like the perception of what the Vietnam War was. It's like these. Uh, I I feel like. The representation was the Viet Cong soldiers capturing yeah. a Western woman and basically abusing her and filming it for their own pleasure. And I mean, there's, there's that, and there's also like you know, you can rewind a couple more than a couple, but you know, to you know, World War II, they're still feeling like the repercussions of you know what was going on there too. Like it's so crazy. Like like when you break it down, like how much. Like cinema, like goes back to like World War Two, right? And that's what's interesting about this film is that people often forget because this was the seventies. People were yeah. kind of disconnected. In a modern perspective, you're kind of disconnected to the fact that World War Two was not even thirty years ago for these people, yeah. and especially Italian filmmakers who, like Joe D'Amato and people like that, were born in this fascist. Uh, Axis power Italy mm-hmm. and again to bring it back to Saul that was their response to that political movement of fascism which a lot of filmmakers who worked in the 70s did live through World War II as a ally to the to Nazi Germany yeah and it's like uh, again I cannot sit here and speak on like you know, the Italians out of the war, because I know very little about it. 
but I know there was still fucking awful shit that was happening in Italy at that time, just as well as it was in Japan and in Germany. So it's just... Couple years away from Mussolini being killed in public. Yeah, it's yeah, and like it's wild. And in this film in particular, too, like Emmanuel makes a lot of like allusions to being like free mm-hmm. and, and free spirited. Like she's constantly making like like I don't ever want to be chained down. You know, like you know I, I want to be able to go and do whatever I want to. And I feel like that definitely has something to say that as well. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> this was also post the sexual revolution movement, mm-hmm. where Emmanuel kind of became an icon for that in some sorts of way in earlier films uh, where the representation of Emmanuel, even the French version, kind of represented this free woman That's w- that was the boss of her own sexuality. And this has a lot of that in it. Yeah. The only thing that, like, and it doesn't take away from, like, the footage, is that, like, the next thing is, like, she's getting hunted down by these goofy all security guards, <laughs> and, like, she, like, gets uh, free by, like, lesbian pollen and this girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep, again, lesbianism saves the day. <laughs> but yeah, so then she like becomes obsessed with this snuff footage and wants to figure it out and find it and <laughs> tracks down this guy by, uh, you know, talking to this boxer, which I did not know exactly what the fuck they were talking about at one point. I was so confused. <laughs> this boxing coach in New York somehow has a connection to the senator with snuff tapes. Yeah. <laughs> So and she beats the senator by accidentally dropping food on her, on him, and being like, "Gosh, I'm so sorry." I'm such a klutz. <laughs> yeah. To which then we, uh, like I, I talked about earlier, they go back and they have sex, and she's like, "No, nah, I want to see something more real." <laughs> to the senator jumps to me like, "Don't worry, I got you. Yeah, I got snuff. Don't worry." <laughs> he, he plays like this shitty lesbian porn, like amateur hour, and then. And then she's like, no, I want something more real. And then he jumps the snuff film. He's like, yeah. I know how to turn this woman on. Let's <laughs> fucking throw in some snuff films. And, like, the, <laughs> the footage, like, skirts, like, what you think you're seeing and what you're not seeing by doing, like, a lot of, like, harsh cuts very well. Like, there's a scene where they're, like, lowering this girl down onto, like, this, like, spiked massive dildo. But, like, you know, kind of cut at the last second. And then, like, you'll see something else. And you kind of flash back. And you're kind of like you know, how far am I seeing this kind of shit? Like, it really, like, yeah. plays with perception a lot, too, which I like, it's really fucking good. And one thing that did make me laugh during that scene was it's, like, Emmanuel's trying to, like, analyze the fucking footage, and, and he's just, like, <laughs> you trying to fuck her? And, just, and I imagine she's, like, sir, I'm trying to fucking, you know, do some journalism here. Can you stop trying to eat my pussy? <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to go down on her, and she's, like, hmm, this snuff film sure looks real. <laughs> It's fucking wild. Which it's kind of like there's a part of that that's really fucked up too. Which I know she's just trying to tell him what he wants to hear, so she can get more you know into this story. But where she's like, oh, you know, the part of me wishes I could like be in that, and you know, the ultimate thrill would be to like succumb to that kind of torment and mm. torture. And I'm just like, that's really fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> she's basically telling the guy like, I want to be in the snuff film. Yeah. And also, the snuff film, of course, comes from the fucking sen- the, like the senator dude. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it goes back to that very political. This is a very political film. Oh yeah, and it- <laughs> I will say, 
once we get past all the snuff footage <laughs> and stuff like that, I, I mean, I was like, I was, I was in. I was like, this is fucking amazing. Then the very ending happens, <laughs> and I, I will say it does take away the impact of the film a bit. <laughs> oh, Joe, <laughs> you silly As, goober! It's almost like you ran out of fucking film. Like, oh, we gotta end it. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, again, a very, like, again, a very political part where she goes to her editor is like, you know, I got this pic, I got these pictures, I got this story about the snuffering that's all the way up to the senator. Who knows how far it goes? And he's like, we can't run it, you know? Yeah. Yep. It, it, we can. And she's like, well, you ain't gonna censor me. I quit, kind of thing. And then she's in the jungle with her boyfriend <laughs> and meets up with a tribe of people to which his boyfriend's like, her boyfriend's like, I sold you to him. <laughs> And then it turns out it's a movie set. The end. And I'm like, what the fuck? Joe was a bit on the, you know. <laughs> He's been a silly guy. He's, uh, <laughs> he was He's... like, mm, we gotta fucking lighten this up with some comedy. <laughs> By selling your girlfriend to this tribe chief. I don't know. Which... The more I think about it, it's like it fucked up in its own right, right? Because like these these tribe of people who are on this movie set that we find out are going along with this and just like washing Emmanuel's body and like yeah. And I'm like, they're taking advantage of this girl who thinks they're a real tribe. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. This movie is so fucked up. Joe didn't know how to end the goddamn movie. He really did. Because no. like, like, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, man. It's like when you write, you know, write a movie. It's always supposed to be like you write your beginning and your end first, right? Yeah. Joe was like, yeah. "Ah, we'll figure the ending." Yeah, it's like he wrote the middle first. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, this fucking poignant political piece about the uh, American politics." Yeah, uh, let's cannibal sell them. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost like he's like like I don't I don't know exactly which one came out first, whether it be in you know uh, the uh, in the land of cannibals or this one, but it almost feels like it's him being like, you remember that one? Yeah, remember we had fun back then. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was fun, wasn't it? Next year this I'm was... gonna shit out white slave trade, and you're all gonna fucking hate me. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. <laughs> And yeah, I'm about I to do a zombie movie, so you know, you know. Like in couple, give me twenty years, I'll fucking make contamina- contamination. Contamination <laughs> seven. We'll have some fucking tentacle rape in there. Who gives a shit? And towards the end, my the end of my career in my life, I'll do a fucking Frankenstein adaptation. Because why not? I don't give a shit anymore. They give me two dollars <laughs> per movie. I fucking well, zombie uh, zombie five killing birds is the nineties. Yeah, I thought it was like eighty eight. I think it's like 90, 92 or something like that. That's crazy. God damn. Fucking... <laughs> Man would die a couple of years later. I know. So it's just like, I don't know. This is a very interesting movie. I really, really enjoy it. I do wish yeah. the motto may have had it like capped it with something a little more interesting. But I would say like the main fault of like the like all three of these movies is they don't have very good endings. <laughs> yeah. They don't have good endings. They don't have good music. They don't have good dubbing. <laughs> Why do you like these movies, Smoothie? I fucking died of tits. 
Oh man! But no, I really, really liked Emmanuel in America a lot. I feel like it has a lot to say. It's a, it's a pretty nasty little movie. It's I kind a, of feel it's not to put Joe down, but I kind of feel like Emmanuel in America is kind of his swan song masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It didn't get any better from there. Uh, Beyond the Darkness. I think oh, uh, before did that come out before? Whenever I sure. think of Joe Diamato, whenever I try to define defend him. It's always this one and Beyond the Darkness. Yeah. I like Anthropophagus. I know, like, it's not, like... I do, too. The best movie. I need to rewatch it. Beyond Dark, the Darkness came one year later. One year later, okay. So this was, like, his golden era. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it wasn't. Never mind. <laughs> May yeah. Law and Slave Trade. <laughs> <laughs> 77 and 79. After that, he took a fucking dip. <laughs> it is so crazy when you think about it, though. Like... He was like, all right, this is my fucking, like, satire piece, right? And it's and it's like, I gotta do another one, though, don't I? And then he was fuck. like, fuck, I gotta pay the bills. Yeah. Hey, He's Laura. Like, right. <laughs> hey, Laura. Yeah, in a couple of years, you'll do costumes. <laughs> <laughs> I read a factoid about, I think it was Man in America, where, like, Laura Gimser did an interview, and apparently, like, Every movie, Damato was like, "Hey, you want to do some hardcore scenes?" And she's like, "No, no, I don't. Not at all." Damato <laughs> was like, "Okay, we got other people to do it." <laughs> so I mean, he was. He, I'm sorry. No, uh, go ahead. He, you know, he was just like being like, "If I can get her in hardcore scenes, the money we would fucking make." <laughs> God, I would have fucking bought these movies three times. <laughs> Three times you've been about the box at three times. Exactly, like Severin, take my fucking entire fucking bank account. <laughs> I'll pay you more for them than what you're charging me. Well, that's funny because Lauren Gemser is kind of this mysterious person, which is why I said this isn't going to be like the Jess Franco episode where there's a lot of information on her. She did one interview in the past twenty years. That's crazy. That's it, and. Um, I think what she did is she kind of got out of acting. She went into other departments. She worked a lot with Joe Diamato. And uh, again, I watched Contamination.7 this morning, so it's fresh out of my mind. But she did (laughs) costumes on this. She did some makeup stuff. And she kind of left acting. Um, She was with Gabrielle Tinty. The reason why Gabrielle is in so much of these fucking movies is because they were a couple at the time Mm. and they kind of came as a package deal from my understanding Um, similar to Diane Thorne and her partner at the time came as a package deal and after a while Gabrielle continued acting she kind of got out of acting I'm pretty sure she got married and just left the entire industry that's interesting yeah that's that's really interesting because you would think like, event like she would eventually like appear in another movie just because you know her name recognition alone. Yeah, I think the last thing I saw her in like the later thing was Endgame by Joe Diamato. I don't think she left really that circle. Hmm. She really worked with Diamato and Matei, as I said, but like briefly Matei. She really kept with. Diamato. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 I don't know. 
it would have been something like you know i don't have the the manual box set but i know it's great i've seen it you know it, it feels like if they could have gotten an interview with lord gimser that would just been the cherry on top <laughs> yeah i would have loved that because as i said she's kind of a mystery at this point she just disappeared off the business Again, it happens. Like some people, are just, they're just like, "I've done what I want to do. I'm out." And it's like I, I can't like believe these movies made that much money where she could just retire after these. Mm. I mean, she, yeah, as you said, she was more like working in like costumes and stuff. So she may have just been done with like acting and was just like, All right, "I'm just gonna, you know, maybe get a job somewhere else." Mm-hmm. I, I, She's just, she's fascinating. She's just, because she's not a bad actor. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. She's, she's very captivating in every scene that she's in. Like even when she's being poorly dubbed, <laughs> she's still like, like she draws you in, and like she's very captivating and very natural. Yeah, I don't even forms. know what her like main language is. Like, That's a good point. Yeah. These movies were shot without sound and dubbed after, so I'm not even sure. Like, did she speak Italian? Because she did spend most of her life in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's. I didn't think about that, but yeah. Um. I was gonna, I was gonna say something too, but I, my brain's fucking dying on me. <laughs> I mean, it is like three in the morning. I yeah, I got a PP real bad. I'll be back, boys. <laughs> okay, we'll wrap this up by PP. <laughs> I'll, I'll come back for those shoutouts, but I got a PP. <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting, you know. Like these movies are very much like a uh, a snapshot of Italian cinema of its time, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's it's definitely a fascinating franchise, loosely. <laughs> yeah, very loose franchise, um, like. I think it is fair to say this is a very, a, a great snapshot of just erotic cinema in general. Yeah, for sure. And, and Joe Diamato as a director. Yeah, for sure. And like you know, Laura Gimser as an actress. You know, getting to see that it's it's interesting. This this shit's very interesting, actually. Like yeah, you know, going in. It was kind of like, oh, Emmanuel, it's an excuse to have Spooky on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and leaving yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah. Found, I found myself a, a, a bigger, like, spot White Slave Trade was kind of ass, and Last Cannibals is goofy all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with Emmanuel in America, you see the potential of what this franchise could have been, even if it never really got there 100%. It's yeah. still very interesting, and I found myself, you know, being more of a, a fan of this stuff than, uh, than I was going in. So, yeah. Yeah, and again, it was... Like I will say, I probably should not have started with White Slave Trade. As the prep, out of the way. Yeah. See, I didn't know anything about it really, so I was just like, "All right, well, here we go." Um, but like capping it off with you know the other two, I was like, "Yeah, the, the, these movies are really fun." And in the case of Made in America, I was like, "Yeah, this movie's just fucking really good." Yeah. You know, because like flaw. It, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I keep talking. No. About no. <laughs> Yeah, like the, the movies do have flaws, and you know they're, you know, definitely a bit goofy at times. Uh, I do think that at the end of the day, they are really good movies. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's just you know, despite their flaws, whether they're good or bad, there's still something to be had from all of them. Well, all the ones yeah, so far. So yeah, yeah. And then and there's others in the series that are you know, you know, love too. So. 
it's going to be interesting to eventually get to watch those. We'll come back to Emmanuel eventually. And when we do, oh, you'll yeah, be back, yeah. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. We got to watch Sister Emmanuel. We got to watch the Bruno Mattei ones. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to be the next episode Spooky's on? Oh, what do you think, Matt? Uh, I know what I, I think it should be. Yeah. We we talked about it. Oh, shit. What is this? Caligula. Uh, uh, well, yeah, Caligula. Oh, my God. Yes. Do the yeah, original guys. Caligula. Oh. And then. Uh, you got to take a good chunk of like eight hours of your week for that. Though. <laughs> yeah, that'd be yeah. a big prep. Yeah, yeah. that's the, uh... the original one's three hours almost. God damn. <laughs> the Bruno Mattei ones, the extended version's like an hour ah, and 50. Ah, and damn. then Joe D'Amato was like, you know what? Two hours. God. Damn. God. The Joe D'Amato one isn't great. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, yeah, that's the uh, manual movies. Thank you, Spooky, for coming on and talking with these with us. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. And you know, I don't know what the hell we're doing next. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, so. part three. <laughs> Dang, don't go past us. Sick on cinema is just gonna become sick on Sato. Sick on the, the... Sato on cinema. <laughs> Sato, yeah. I wouldn't be against it. He's a fucking goat, dude. He's amazing. He got like fifty something <laughs> movies to cover. Yeah, it's true. Like fifty. I, is, he's like got a hundred movies now, isn't he? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, damn. <laughs> we literally could like do a year of just Sato. Twenty twenty four, the year of the Sato. <laughs> People be like, I'm about to get fucking tired of hearing about Sato. <laughs> Silas for some anime, and then Urshel for some SOV, and then. <laughs> The rest is Sato. Sato. <laughs> yeah. Sato. So, uh, Spooky, what's coming down the docket for you before we oh, wrap this up? I got my Sato video. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Sato. <laughs> the girl. And, oh, yeah. If ever somebody here likes me enough to give me money, I got a Patreon now. You get my videos early. And, uh, yeah, check out for the open cut. Open cock. The open no. cock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Firo didn't slip. I want to fucking blow Urshel. Uh, open <laughs> casket. And uh, yeah, check out my channel, YouTube, Spooky Celluloid. Hell yeah. Yes. And I'm uh, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as us, I guess the only update really is that the bonus discs for short shit are here. Uh, <laughs> Well, bubble, bubble mailers are on the way, and so are the paper sleeves I need for the bonus discs. And as yeah. soon as all that arrives, we will start getting orders. Yeah, and we will be doing a mild symptoms talking about it. Yes, yep. yeah, in mild detail. Symptoms. As Spooky sits there, he can actually see it, and it's really fucking cool. It's beautiful. It's all Silas. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, Silas. He made this yeah. something worth owning. <laughs> the cover. The cover is great. The movies I still haven't seen. Because, <laughs> right. uh, uh, yeah, for me, he's made this thing worth buying. So, <laughs> and yeah, I'm kind of tired, kind of hungry. So, shout out to everybody. Yeah, shout out everybody. Um, shout out my liver. Yeah, shout out Spooky's <laughs> liver. Over time. It's going through it. <laughs> Spooky's liver going through it every weekend. It's still the most sober I've been this Saturday. <laughs> well, like, I remember, like, Please, for the last little bit, it's been getting messages on Saturday. You want to see my cock? <laughs> One day I will show my cock. Frank and Cohen. 
Whenever I retire out of teaching, I'll post them like a cock video. <laughs> Live from Franken-Con, Spooky's cock. Um, <laughs> almost. Almost. That is true. Almost. It's true. We did almost see it. Yeah. Shout out to everybody. We'll see yeah. you on the next one. We might have a mild symptoms coming up. I don't know exactly about that. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We're fucking tired. Hungry. Yeah. Hungry. And hard. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. I'm bricked this up. This was a hard prep because I'm doing semen retention. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I'm John. <laughs> Not Matt. I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> and you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film, Sick on Cinema. 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 That movie's not French, it's from Belgium. Damn it. <laughs>